Chazorah of Shabbos Daf Memches, but Bezos Hashem will be starting from the uh, lower part of Mem Zion on the base, uh, beginning a new parak that's of Bamer Tovnin now Bezos Hashem. B'Derek uh, Hakdama, we've learned earlier on Daf Lamedalad on the Dalad on the base, um, the din that one's not allowed to do Hatzmona that means to swaddle a pot. Um, if it's done, Badova Hamosim Hevel was something which adds heat, that cannot be done even from before Shabbos. Just going with the way Rashi and most Roshanim learn it, not like the Riff and the Rambam, the way it's Paskin and the Halacha, is the reason being because we're worried Shema Yatmin Beremetz, a person may come to swaddle it in, uh, in ashes which have got live coals there and he may come to stoke it up. Um, and if a person's doing it before Shabbos, then before Shabbos a person can swaddle it in something which will just, it doesn't add any heat, but it will just keep the, it'll preserve the heat that the pot already has. That is muta, but to do it on Shabbos, it's forbidden because we're worried that a person may see that the pot is cooled down, it'll come to Shamiyatiyah, he may come to, to boil it up, but Benashmoshis, that is allowed because Stam Kadelis Benashmoshis are still boiling hot, so we're not worried about that. That's the psyche, that's why it's passing in the Shulchan Aruch. The Prima Godim just adds one Nakud, and that is that if a person is using Dabah HaMosif Hevel, then even if he put it in the Dabah HaMosif Hevel, Friday morning, before Shabbos comes in, he must take it out of there. That's what the Prima Godin just adds. Can a person do Hatzmonah for Moitzoi Shabbos? That means he'll swaddle it before Shabbos, in an open which is mutter, but not for the sake of Shabbos, it's for Moitzoi Shabbos. You'd think that should be mutter. However, the Morgan Avram notes that in Hilchos Yom Kippur, in Simon Toferish Tess, I think it is, um, the, there's a remor there, who says that a person should not do Hatzmona on Erev Yom Kippur in order to have food for Mitzvah Yom Kippur. And the Morgan Avram says, it's taka very interesting because we find the Moshe when it comes to baking, a person can bake, leave something baking, again in an open which is Muta on Erev Shabbos, so that he'll have fresh bread for Mitzvah Shabbos. Says the Morgan Avram, it must be it's a special Chumrah for Hatzmona, as we'll see by the Hashem Hatzmona, it's got certain Chumras, even though it's only Durabona, but it's got certain Chumras because it's so close to Adairaisa. And then he says, Hobodilodosifalo, we are not massive on that Chumrah, but when it comes to Hatzmona, we don't allow you to do Hatzmona from before Shabbos for Mitzvah Shabbos. That's the opinion of the Morgan Avram. However, the Rabush in Toprej Tess, um, as um, the Arab is Medayak from there, he says no. He says, Yom Kippur, you should know the real reason why we don't allow it for Mitzvah Yom Kippur is for an entirely different reason. It's not really because of Nerekim or anything like that. It's a special reason. And that is because it doesn't look very good. Before Yom Kippur's even started, you're already thinking about what you're going to break your fast on. It's Nerekim of and that's why we don't allow it. A reason which does not apply to Shabbos, and therefore that Irabo, based on the Rosh, holds it's perfectly permissible to do Hatzmono from before Shabbos in order to have food for Mitzvah Shabbos. That's the opinion of the Eli Rabbah. These are the two shittas brought in the Mishnah Bura. There is actually a third shit, and that's the Radvas. The Radvas, when it comes to Mitzvah Yom Kippur, he sides with Rav Natra and Oigon. There's no problem whatsoever. However, when it comes to Mitzvah Shabbos, there is a problem for a different reason. And he says, opposite, contrary to what we may have understood in Hatzmono, the starting point is you can't do Hatzmono. Just we will allow it if there's a special reason for us to allow it. E.g., on Yom Kippur. You know why we're allowed for Mitzvah Yom Kippur? Because on the contrary, that will increase the ini, that will increase the affliction of Yom Kippur. To see the food simmering there, that nice smell, and not be able to eat it, that, inc- that increases it. And therefore, the Agmas Nefesh, that is allowed. When it comes to Hatzmonot for Shabbos, that we allow, because of Kovit Shabbos. But for Mitzvah Shabbos, where there's no element of Kovit Shabbos in that, therefore we do not allow it. So we've got three shitters there, 
the Bogdan Avram who doesn't allow Hatmono for Mitzvah Yom Kippur nor Mitzvah Shabbos, there's a Rabbah who allows it for Mitzvah Yom Kippur, not Mitzvah, sorry, he allows for Mitzvah Shabbos, not Mitzvah Yom Kippur, and Advaz, who's the opposite way around. With that introduction, let's go straight into the Mishnah. With what can one do Hatmono, we're talking about on Erev Shabbos, and with what can one not do Hatmono. In other words, what is Mitzvah Heaven, what is not Mitzvah Heaven. So we say in Tomlin you can't do Atmona with the following things, which are therefore most of Hevel. Lobe Gefes, um, Gefes Rashi says means the, the, the leftover bits from the base Abad, from the oil, from the olive press, uh, the pips and the skins. Um, you can't use that. As it happens we, in Perak Kira, if you remember, Rashi there said Gefes means Gefes shell, it means the leftover of the Shumshimin after you, you press the, the sesame seeds. And in fact, the Marashal picks up on this. And Marashal says the Pshat is like this. We're going to see Be'ezus Hashem is a shayla in the Gemara of what is Gephesh. Is it Gephesh Shalzeisim or Gephesh Shalshumshimin? It's portion to the Gemara that definitely Gephesh Shalzeisim is a problem. Gephesh Shalshumshimin, we don't know. That's going to be a shayla in the Gemara. So therefore Rashi over here sticks to what we know for definite, and that's why he says Gephesh Shalzeisim. In the previous however, where we weren't talking about Hatzmon, and there we were talking about that you actually, you burn up, you're using it as a fuel, and therefore there's actually a fire that's giving off Heat, you're using, as I said, as a, as a fuel, not just as a material, as a swaddling material. It's being used as a fuel. There it's poshed to us that not, not only Gefeshel Zaysim is a problem, even Gefeshel Shumshimin, and therefore Rashi tells us the Chiddush there, that even Gefeshel Shumshimin. Whereas over here, we're not sure whether Gefeshel Shumshimin is a problem when it comes to Hatzmona, and therefore Rashi sticks to the Gefeshel Zaysim. That's Lobe Gefesh, but Lobe Zebel, not animal dung, not with fertilizer. Lobe Melach, not with salt, but Lobe Sid, not with lime, but Lobe Chol, not with sand. Bain lach and bain evasion. These five things are problematic, whether they are wet, whether they are dry. When we talk about wet, the Gemara will discuss whether that means naturally wet or whether it means that you've added water to it. But either way, it's, it's most of heaven. Velobitevan, the following four things. Velobitevan, not with straw, but over zogin, not with the leftover, the leftover bits and, and pits, etc., from the wine press, from the grape press. Velobitevan, Mochen Rashi says, it's any soft bits of material, it can be, uh, it can be like cotton wool, it can be bits of, uh, of, of wool which have, be, which have come off, it can be what you're, uh, from worn out clothes, bits of, uh, fluff which come off, whatever you want to call it, that's Mochen. Velobitevan, not with grass, Bismanshinach, and these are problematic when they are dry, when they are wet, but you can do that smaller with them before Shabbos if they are dry. Before we go into the Gemara, Tosfos brings a big machlekes, a very important machlekes, and that is this halacha of Atzmona. We've said that there's certain things you cannot do Atzmona with before even uh, before Shabbos because they are most of heaven. Fine. Does that mean never? What happens if the food is fully cooked? What would be the halacha then? So Tosfos brings the shit of the Rashba. The Rashbamu clearly equates Hatzmona to Shehiyah. And since we paskin like Hananya, that when it comes to Shehiyah, the way Tosus paskins at least, that we paskin like Hananya, that Shehiyah is Muta once it's Kamachal ben Zerusoy. Says the Rashbam, the same thing would apply over here. Once the food is Kamachal ben Zerusoy, there's no problem. We're not worried of all these things which ultimately come back to a gazera that you may come to stoke up something. It's Kamachal ben Zerusoy. There's nothing to worry about. And by the same token, just like when it comes to Shahiyah, if it's what we call Kadeira Chais, it's completely and utterly raw when Shabbos comes in, there's no problem. Because Friday night, it's not going to be ready anyway, even if you do stoke it up. For Shabbos morning, you don't need to stoke it up, therefore there's no problem. So to with Hatzmona, the same thing. That's the way the Rashbam Paskins. And Be'emes, the Pnei Yeshua says it's very, very mistabulous. You should know it's very mistabulous. The reason being, 
Because if you think about it, Shehiyah, when it's not, when it's not Gruf Oktumah, there it's one Gezeira that you may come to stoke it up. Hatzmona is really one stage removed. That we're worried if we allow you to do Hatzmona with Dovah Vesit Hevel, you may come to do Hatzmona Beremet. And what's the problem if I do it Beremet? If I do it Beremet, I may come to Shemeyah Chates. It's really one stage removed. So if with Shehiyah we allow Kamakam and Rusoy, and Kedera Chais, and then Kol Shekim and Hatzmona, that's what the Pnei Yeshua points out. Lemaise, why is it not a Gezeira and Gezeira? The Ramam says in Pirish HaMishnah, because it's Chad Gezeira. And the Ram explains, what does it mean, Chazal Gezeira? It means when Chazal sat down and decided to make this Gezeira of Hatzmona, they said to themselves, if we only make the Gezeira on Shehiyah, and not Hatzmona, or something like that, or just on Remet, and not on everything else, which is made of Hevel, it's not going to stand. Therefore, they made the two Gezeiras simultaneously, and that's what says the Rambam, that's Pshat Chazal Gezeira. Tosus Yontav says, it's something else we find in Tosus elsewhere, which is sometimes when Chazal see fit, they will make a Gezeira the Gezeira. In fact, we had an example in, right at the end of, uh, of the previous parak, where I think we actually pointed out, it seems it was actually a, uh, like a triple gazera, 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 gazera. But, uh, you do find such, you do find, uh, such examples. That's the shitta of the, of the Rashba. Um, comes along Tosfus, and Tosfus says, I disagree. And they say, because, this Rabbi Natami disagrees, he says there's a big chiluk between the two. And that is because, when you're talking about Shahir, Shehiyah Minastam, it's based on Tosfus and the Rosh, uh, putting them together. You have to realize with Shehiyah Minastam, the food is being left on the fire for Friday night. So, stoking it up is not going to do very much to it anyway, and the person knows that. Because especially as there's not much time for it to cook anyway. And number two, the fire, it's an open fire, Shehiyah, it's not swaddled in any way, so the effects are going to be, in terms of time, there's not much time, and because the heat is not kept in very much, it's not going to be very effective. So if even in such a case we are worried, then Kolsh came with Hatzmona, where Minastam, the food is going to be eaten, if you're doing Hatzmona, it's because you want to keep it warm for the next day. And anything you do is going to have a much bigger effect, because it's got much more time to have an effect. And number two, it's Hatzmona, the heat, whatever it does, is going to be kept in. So therefore most definitely we are worried over there. That's the Shitta of, of, uh, of Tosfus. Or should I say the, the, the Rabbi Nutan? Um, the question is, is the Rabbi Nutan's therefore saying, if it's Kamachal, but the Rusoi, we don't allow it, but if it's fully cooked, we would allow it? Or does he mean to say, even if it's fully cooked, and even if it's going to be, even if it's going to be, um, what we call the Tzamek Varale, says the Beis Yosef, you should know, although it's not necessarily clear from our toast, because the, the Rabbeinu Tam is addressing Kamal Chomed that's only in response to the Rashbam who allowed Kamal Chomed and but the Rabbeinu Tam shit is not to allow it whatsoever, even though there are those who are misupak about the, what the Rabbeinu Tam meant, so the Beis Yosef, it's not allowed at all. Even if it's fully cooked, we do not allow it. That's what the Beis Yosef says in terms of the Rabbeinu Tam. If you actually look at Rashi at the beginning of Perak where Rashi famously learns that it's not talking about only Shehiyah, it's talking about Hatzmona as well. The whole question of how to explain Rashi there. If you, if you take a look back there, you'll see Tosfus had two questions. And one of the questions that Tosfus asked on Rashi there was that it can't be talking about Hatzmona. Because in Kira, Hananya comes along and says, if it's Kamal Kamadur Soi, then we're not worried. When it comes to Hatzmona, Abada Hananya, Hananya wouldn't allow Kamal Kamadur Soi. Says that it's for over there, and the Pnei Yashor writes the same over here at the beginning of our parak, the Shittas Rashi is like his grandson, like the Rashbam, 
that it's not true what Tosfos has just said. Because he holds like the Rashbam, not, not like the Rabbi Natan, his other grandson, he holds like the Rashbam, i.e. that once it's Kamalchum and Durusoy, there's no difference between Shehiyah and Hatzmona. And therefore Rashi, at least that question of Tosfos, has been dealt with over there. Just as an aside, more than that, the Pnei Yeshua, at the beginning of Perakira, he's Ma'er from the Roshan of Rashi on Lamed Daladom and Base. He says, it's Mashma from Rashi. Now that which we say, Dovah Mesif Hebel, is forbidden, even Erev Shabbos, that's Dafka according to the Manda Omar, the Lishchis Tanah, the beginning of Perakira. But according to the way Rashi Paskins, and the way Tosfus Paskins, and the way we, the Ramal Paskins is the Minag, if you want, like the Rosh, that we Paskin like Hananya, that once it's Kamalchal Ben Zerusoi, it's perfectly fine, it doesn't have to be Gruf Oktumah, it's Mashma from Rashi, that Dafka Ben Ashmoshes, there's a problem with Dovah Mesif Hebel. But not Mibba'odiyon. If you do it Mibba'odiyon, it's Muta, even if it is Dova Hamesu Pebba. That's something which the, which the Pnei Yeshua learns in Tarashi there. Al Kalponi coming down the Halokha, how do we paskin? In Shukhan it's paskined that, um, in Rishon and Zion, if Zion, we paskin like the Rabbi Nuta. We, we, we paskin the Chumrah, just the Ramah says, in a Mokum where they're Mekul, his Roshan is, Bumavushal called Tzorikah, when it's fully cooked, we don't object. Says the Morgan Abron, who has in for us, we pass in like Hananya, with Machol ben Derusoy. If that's their Minhag, we don't object. Says the Elio Rabo, he says, that's not what the Ramah says. The Ramah says, Dafka with Mavushal called Tzorikah. Dafka with Mavushal called Tzorikah. Reason being, by the way, based on a, on a, on a Bia Halacho, it seems to be because we're not, although yes, we pass in like Hananya. That's already a kula. It's already a kula. If you remember back to the way we, we spoke about this in Perakira, it's the Roshet. No people have been known to be mekul according to the, the Bialoch himself. It's actually a Baal Nefesh should be Machner and not Paskanite Chananit. We should pass in this Shetanah, like the Ramam and the Rif. So it's already a kula. And now you want to take on another kula that to stretch it to Hatzmona as well, like the Rashbam against Kimat Ul Rishonim. That's already going, taking it very, very far. If it's Mavushal called Tzorka, that's one thing. But with Kamal Chum and Rousseau, we don't stretch that far. However, the Tesefa Shabbos comes along and says, uh, his maskana is, yeah, yeah, you're right. The Ramor is not, is not being Mekul if it, unless it's Mavushal called Tzorka. But the Morgan Avram is not coming to explain the Ramor. He knows what the Ramor means. The Morgan Avram is saying, but I hold, his own opinion is, that there's room to be Mekul even with Kamal Chum ben Rousseau. And says the Tesefa Shabbos in Afghanistan is going to be when it comes to B'diyavet. What do I mean by this? We had earlier on Lama Tessam and Beis, there was a toast at the top there, where it talked about the, the thing with the Chami Tiberia, and the Gemara said there, ah, oh, we've seen from here they've been, that, 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 um, that Hatzmono, is forbidden on, you know, even from Erev Shabbos. Ask Tosus, what do you mean from here? It's in the Furusha Mishnah. So Tosus gives various Turutsum, but one of the answers is, and what we're seeing from here is because of the Chami Tiberia, it says if the water was heated up, any water which was heated up on Shabbos, it's forbidden Baruchito Vishtil. So you see, even Badi Ebed, you can't use the, that which has had, which, that which has had Hatzmona done to it. That's what Tosus learns out from there. And that's the way it's passed in the Shulchan Aruch, with the additional point, which the Ram brings, B'Shem the Ramba, that that is Dafka when a person actually gets Hanor from the Hatzmona. 
But if there's no Hanol, why? Because the food is number one, is its stomach for aloe, and it was, didn't actually gain any heat because it was fully heated up beforehand. In other words, just to clarify, Dobar Mesut Hebel doesn't actually necessarily mean it adds heat. It's it sort of the food gets hotter. It would only make the food hotter if the food was cold. Dobar Shainu Mesut Hebel means no matter what, the, the temperature will never increase. It just keeps it at the temperature it is. Dobar Mesut Hebel is like a fire. It will add heat, but only if the food was below the heat that it's offering to, to give. But uh, al if you're not getting any handle because it's mistamic virado and the food was already heated up sufficiently beforehand, then bidi evad, then it is mutter. Because you're not getting handle. The chatzchel avad, even mistamic virado, is also, as we've said. Says the Mogen Avram, the huadin, if a person did hatmono with something which is not most of heaven, on Shabbos, he shouldn't, because on Shabbos you can't do any hatmono, again, since it's dovash eno most of heaven, it's not actually benefiting you in any way, therefore, it is but the ever, but the ever the person would be able to have it. Chaz says the Chiddush Rabbi Kiva just uh, one little point, and that is, it's mashma from the Morgan Avram, Dafke if it's Dovah Shein of Hevel. But if it's Dovah Hamais of Hevel, even if the Maish, as I just said, it's not heating up the food in any way, and it's not improving the food in any way, it's mashma for some reason, it would actually be also. So it's interesting, why would that be? Tzorach here. The Ramah then continues on, the Sulan Tzifadav, the Ramor brings a Yeshayim, and this Yeshayim is the Mordechai, who says that even if the food has improved, if a person did the Hatmona, you're allowed to use the food. Says the God, where does the Mordechai get this from? It's based on the Shita of the Rashban, i.e., that we can equate Hatmona to Shehiyah, and just like the Shehiyah, the food is alright, so so it's with Hatmona. But says the God, it's a Shita Yechidah, it's only the Shita of the Rashban, and that Shita is Nitzchem Yehalochah. Says the Bialocha, however, says the Bialocha, it's difficult to be Mahmir, like the Gon, against the Achra of the Ramah. Um, and he goes further, and he says, he would say, even if it's just Kamachom and Rusoi, even in such a case, Mokim Tzorach, he thinks that a person may well be able to be Mekel, like the Shitta that is said Shabbos, based on what we said beforehand, and the Shulchan Shitim, not like the Mokim Avron. The Mokim Avron actually does not go so far as to be Mekel, even with Kamachom and Rusoi. Um, based on the, this way the Bialochah gives this thing, that, uh, the, the, the svara, because you're, you're sort of pushing your luck. You're being, you're relying on the Rashbam, plus, you're relying on the, the, um, the, 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 the kula of, of Hananya with Kamalchah and Rusoi, that's already pushing, pushing it too far. But Al-Kobonim, the Bialochah seems to be noted towards being Mekel. The Ramah then finishes off, he says, there are those who are not even the If the food is not for Friday night, it's for, for Shabbos morning. And um, the, the Gon says, once again, this is based on the shift of the Rashbam, that we equate Hatzmana to Shehiya, and therefore we allow Kadeira Chaisa, Kadeira Chaisa even with Hatzmana, and the vote of Kadeira Chaisa is because you won't come to stoke it up, because it's not for Friday night, it's for Shabbos morning, and so therefore, who has anything which is just for Shabbos morning, we sort of stretch the colour of Kadeira Chaisa, um, and once again the Gon says, it's the shift of the Rashbam, is Nitzchemi uh, Alocha. Therefore, says the Ramal, we don't rely on it, we definitely do not rely on that. As a Bidi Evet, we will rely on it um, if it's a once-off or just Bakroi Ba'amon, not if it's a reoccurring Bidi Evet situation. So Bikitzer, um, as a once-off, any time where the Hatzmona is really only for Shabbos Day, it's your Cholent, something like that, then the, we've got, we, we, we can be Mekel. Says the Gemara, Iboidu, Yabashayim, 
Gefesh al Zaysim, Tanah. When we talk about Gefesh in our Mishnah, does that mean to say the Gefesh of the Olive Press? Avod the Shimshim in Shapir Domi, but that of Sesame is perfectly fine. That's not Mosef Hevel. Or Dilma, perhaps the Shimshim in Tanah. No, our Mishnah is talking about Shimshim. The Kolshikain is Zaysim, and then Kolshikain Zaysim is Mosef Hevel. So Toshima, come and listen. Dilma Rabbi Zerim and Shimchad Rabbi Yanai. Kufa Shetoman Bo. If you've got a box, that a person did Tatsmoni, took his Kadeira, put it inside the box, and swaddled it inside the box with, uh, with let's say, Mochen, these bits of uh, soft material. Also, you cannot put that box, the Kadeira, you can't put it on top of uh, um, sort of a, a thing of Gefes of Zaysim. So, Shemami no, you see from here, what is most of Hevel? It's only Shel Zaysim. That's what our mission is talking about. So, the Gemara says, no. The Oedam also. If you were doing, if you were swaddling the pot in the Gefes itself, then I would say even Shemshman is a problem. The Indian Asuke Havla going to the top of Mount Kesamadalat now. But when you're talking about whether Hatzman is done in something else, and then you're putting it on top of the Gefes, and you're worried about the fact that it's going to generate heat upwards, that is only the Zaysim Aske Havla, only Gefes al Zaysim generates that sort of heat, that Hevel, to Shemshman no Maske Havla, whereas Shemshman does not. So the Kitsa, the Gemara has not actually been Poshit the Shaila. Um, nonetheless, the Rambam, he's so sick. He just says, Gefes is a problem, which, um, on, which implies that he's saying, it goes on both Gefes Shel Zizim and Gefes Shel Shumshimim. Says the Kess of Mishnah, it's a little difficult to understand why that would be, because Hatzman is any Durabonans, so you'd think we should go to Kula. So he answers two, gives two answers. What one answer he says is, as we said before, Antasmona, they were machna on it, since it's so near to Dorai, so therefore they were machna on it. But the other answer he says is, because you'll notice, the Gemara did not say, maybe the Indian Hatzmona, you know, is different to Asuke Avlo. The Gemara said, Olam really Eimolach, as if this is, this is the Emes. We've had similar to this, um, we had similar to this with the case of the, the, uh, the Ambati, the Machlokas Tosfus and uh, the whole Sugi there, um, about the Ambati, whether, um, it's on, 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 uh, on Membeis Amadalaf there, with Rabbi Shimon ben Menasio, whether he's going back on the Reisha, whether he's going on the Sefer, and the Maskano, and the whole vault over there, there, was, although Tosra said, no, nah, when we said it's going back on the Reisha, that was only just to be Deicha, a question, but Ali Bedev is going on the Sefer, however, the Rif says, no, it's not true. Because the Gemara didn't say, oh, Rav Yosef would say to you it's going on the ratio. The Gemara said, do you think it's going on this day? Well, no, it's going on the ratio. Similar sort of thing says the Kessa Mishnah here as well. From the fact that the Gemara answers so matter-of-factly, that's the Emes. And therefore we're saying that when it comes to Atmona, it applies to Shumshman as well. The Ran writes exactly the same. He says that the Maskonot is that uh, the Gepes is even going on Shumshman. And, and uh, in the Chidoshim on Yuchosim Laharan, it, uh, he says that's the shit of the riff as well, from the fact that he brings the Gemara. And then the Vyachosim the, the Oran is Mamshech, the, the Rabbeinu Yonah says the same. And he's Mazbir for two reasons why we pass him like that. Number one, the fact that the Gemara is not Poshit the Shaida, it's not Poshit, so we go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah writes Stam Gepes, so we assume it goes on all types of Gepes. But number two is the fact that Rabbi Zero says over here, uh, it says, the fact that it had to spell out Gefes Shalzeisim implies that Stam Gefes is even Shubshimim. And that's why it's got to spell out over here Gefes Shalzeisim. So Bikitza, that is the Alokha, even Shubshimim is a problem. Toysvus, based on this Gemara, says that, um, 
we see from here that the thing of swaddling is not in Dovah Mitzvah, it's not only if you actually swaddle it in it, it's inside that thing. It's even if you swaddle it in something which is Dovah She'enu Mitzvah. And then you add a source of heat underneath, that's also problematic. So ask Tosus, says it's very difficult then to understand the Minagah What we do is we take our ovens, we rake out the coals before Shabbos, right, these kiras actually, you talk about Akira, and then um, we do Hatzmonah, we do Hevel, and we stick the pot in that, inside the oven. But he says the oven is still generating heat. If it's generating heat, surely it should be a problem. So, Tosfos answers, well, there's a big difference. Because over here, in our case, with the Gethash shall face him underneath, the Chashash is, once you're doing Hatzmonah, you may come to do Hatzmonah in the Gethash shall which is Dovah Mosef Hevel. Masha'enkin inside the oven, well, the oven floor, it's not shy to do Hatzmonah inside it. So therefore, we're not going to be Goza in that case. The Rosh adds a little bit of an Akudah. And he says that there's a difference. That in the case of, we're talking about here, the very start of your whole sort of setup is the Shem Hatzmonah. Mashaikin, in the case of the Kira, when it comes to the Kira, originally, you've been cooking in the Kira all day. At the end of the day, when Shabbos is about to come in, so you sort out a bit of Hatzmonah. Therefore, it's completely different. But as Hashem will explain that shortly. Tosfus then continues on and brings Rabbeinu Baruch. Rabbeinu Baruch says a different answer. And he says the reason why we, we, um, why it's not a problem in our kira is because the kira, the heat is, is gradually dying down. There's a bit of residual heat, but it's dying down. Masha'enkin, the Gethashel Zaysim will continue, it's naturally got an inbuilt heat source and it will continue to generate heat. That's the difference between the two. And as a side, by the way, the Pnei Yeshua says that's the answer to the second question of Tosfus on Rashi at the beginning of Perak Kira. Tosfus asked on Rashi, you can't be talking about Hatzmonah, but if it's, if it's talking about Hatzmonah, then what's it going to help to make it grow for Ketumah? It's still Mosef Hebel. The Teretz says, says Pnei Yeshua, it depends what you call Mosef Hebel. Once you make it grow for Ketumah, at least grow for, I don't know about Ketumah, but it will not continue to generate heat. The heat will actually, coals are things which, they've got the heat from the fire. But they don't have a natural heat source, I suppose even if it's ketumah, and it will, the coals themselves will gradually go cold. Then, Tosius um, continues on, and just says with, with people who, who um, they, they take apples, raw apples, and they want to do shahir on it, Shehiyah is perfectly fine, even if it's not Kamakam and the Rusoya, because they're perfectly right Achila before Shabbos. There's a bit more in Tosfus there. But Tosfus just warns, be careful. If you're putting them, you're doing Hatzmana on them, then you've got to be very, very careful that you don't come to uncover the pot, that's in, which have got apples in there. Because, look, we haven't really learned this yet, but if you've done Hatzmana, there, depending on what you've done Hatzmana with, etc., etc., but there aren't, you can't, you can sometimes uncover the pot and put the swaddling material back on. But not if you've got apples there. Very nice that they've got the din of Kamakum and the Rusoi. But when you put the, when you put the towels back over, you're going to be, you're going to be cooking them. And that you can't do on Shabbos. A side point Tosfus brings in there. But then Tosfus finishes off and says, but one thing I don't understand is, the process. People take out the, the, uh, the Kedera, which has been cooking inside the Kira, they take it out, 
They put it down on the floor, rake out the coals, and then put it back in. How can they do that? Why is that not a, pro- pro- a problem of Chazorah? Remember the shit of Tosfos is, at the beginning of Perak is that Chazorah is problematic even on Erev Shabbos, because we've already may come to do it on Shabbos. So Tosfos says, maybe, maybe because this is, um, we rely on the shit there, which says, as long as you have dust to put it back, that's good enough. But the Rosh, the Rosh is not happy with this, because he says to Rabbi Khanal says, no, we're Machmeh there. And the Rosh gives a different answer. And he says like this. He says, because since when you put it back, you're doing it Adas Fatsmona, not for Shehiyah, there's no problem of Chazor when it comes to Atzmona. Says the Korban Nisanel, you'll note that the Rosh has been created from what he said earlier. The Rosh earlier, when he was dealing with the question of how we can put it in the oven, how can you put a swaddled pot, inside the oven, but surely the oven is generating heat. So the Rosh said, oh, because there... You didn't start. You didn't start using the oven adas atmon. You start using the oven for shehiyah for cooking purposes. Now suddenly the rosh is calling this. No, it's not a problem of chazara because you're doing it adas atmon. Says the common atan, and obviously the rosh has done away with that with that previous answer, and he's relying on the other answer he gave. And that, by the way, would explain why Tosfos didn't give the answer of the rosh earlier on. But the truth is, if you look at the lotion of the Rosh, I don't believe that there's been any Chazor in it. The Rosh is saying two different Nekudas. First of all, he was asking, why is there not a problem when you take your pot, swallow pot, and you put it on t- inside the oven, why are we not worried about the fact that the oven's generating heat? Says the Rosh, I'll tell you why. Because when you, the case of the Gemara, you started, what was your original Kavana when you started setting this wood up? It was the Shem Hatzmona. So therefore we're worried you may come to do the Hatzmona inside the Gefer Shel Zesim. But with the case of the Kira, it's only as an afterthought. Your original sort of Kavonin, this whole setup of the Kira is for cooking, not for Hatzmona. So therefore we're not worried you'll come to do Hatzmona in the in the, uh, the Kira itself. Then the Rosh has got a separate question, which is now coming to Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, now when you put the pot back in, why is that not called Chazorah? Says Tosus, because that mitzvah which you're doing of Chazora is a Chazora Fatmona, not Chazora Fashiyah. It's two separate points. That's that's what he that's what he means. Again, in the first point, when he was talking about why we're not worried you come to put it in the ground, the point is maybe I should explain this a little better, is because in your mindset you're not thinking so much about Hatmona. We're not worried you'll get lost, you know, lose yourself and come to panic and put it in do Hatmona Bidova in the in the Kira itself. The reason being because in your mindset you're using the kira for cooking, not for atzmona. Mashiach, in the case with the box in the Gemara, there you're concentrating on atzmona. You may lose yourself and come to put it in the in the Gevashalasin. Mashiach, in here, this is a separate point. Just before Shabbos, when you put it back in, this is an act of Chazorah. You know, is an act of Chazorah. That's all the Rosh means to say. Now, there's another point that Roshonim discuss or argue about, and that is what, in the case of in, in our Gemara, you take the pot, you put it inside the inside the box, and you swaddle it. And then you put it on top of the Gefeshel Zesim. What is touching the Gefeshel Zesim? Is it the base of the box, or is it the pot itself? So the Rambam first starts off in his first shout and he says, it's the pot itself. In other words, the, the, the base of the there is no base to the box, you have to say, or that the box is on upside down on the top of the pot, in other words, but the kits of the pot must be touching. And from here, sorry, before we talk about what we learn from here, that's the first shout in the Rambam. Then he says, it could be, it could be, says the Ramban, that even if the, there is a base to the box, even that would be considered Hatzmona, 
Even that would be considered Hatzmona. Um, because he says, to do Hatzmona even from one side is already considered, with Dov Amitzahavet, is already a problem. So the obvious question is, what's the Ramban saying there? The Ramban saying that even though you've actually got a hefsek there, you've got the base of the pot, the base of the box, sorry, between the pot and the, I'm going to call it coals from now, but you can call it the Gefeshel Zaysim, same idea. Even though you've got that hefsek, that hefsek, according to the second shot in the Ramban, doesn't really make any difference. And even though the Dovah Mesit Hebel is only from one side, it doesn't matter because Dovah Mesit Hebel is, is, uh, is a problem, it's considered Hatmon, even if it's just swaddled from one side of the pot. So the question is then, so why do I need the pot to be swaddled with Dovah Shein and inside the box from the rest of the sides? So we explain the Peshat seems to be like this. If you were to take a pot and put it directly on the coals, the shit of the Ramban is, that is Hatmon. Even though it's only touching from one side, that is Hatzmona. That is the shit of the Ramban. It's clear in other Rishonim as well. The Rashbah, that is Hatzmona. The only thing here is that I've got the, the base of the box in between. As the Ramban, as the, the Rashbah calls that, that's Ketuma. That's acting as a Hefzuk. So I could say that's an act of Shehiyah then. That's not Hatzmona. But since I've swaddled the whole pot already with Dov and Mosef Hevel, that shows that my Kavona is L'Shem Hatzmona. So then, now, even though there's a hefsek, the base of the box is in between, that shows my, my intent is really Hatzmona, not Shehiyah, because I can look, just take the whole situation into account, and therefore it's going to be forbidden, even though the Dovah HaMosif Hevel is only on one side. That seems to be the Peshat in the Ramban. Going back to his first Peshat, however, where he says, no, the, 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 um, the pot itself must be touching the, the Gepeshel Zesim, so why do I need it to be completely swaddled? You have to say that the Ramban Shitta is, according to the first shot, is as we said, Hatzmon is even if it's touching only on one side. However, that's with the one condition that it's at least swaddled on all sides with Dovah She'en Mosef Hebel, to, at least to keep in that heat which is being generated by the Dovah HaMosef Hebel. That's the way I understand the, 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 uh, the Ramban. And... This seems to be the, the, um, what the, the, going into the Rashba, when the Rashba brings basically the Ramban without saying it's actually the Ramban, but he says, he explains that's Peshat, going to, I'm going to concentrate more on the second Peshat actually of the, of the Ramban. He says that's what, the, the, according to the Ramban, that's Peshat the Rabbi Zera is coming to say, that the Chiddush, shall I say, of Rabbi Zera is to tell you that the base of the box is not a Hefzuk. Yeah? Meaning to say, according to the second Peshat in the Ramban, that even though you've got the base of the box separating between the base of the pot and the coals or the gafashel zesim, it doesn't matter. That is considered to be hatzmono from one side, which is a problem. Fine. But the Rashba himself, he basically takes on like we, like we were asking. And that is, mimonashach. You're saying hatzmono from one side is a problem. So why do I need the whole pot to be swaddled? So we said, we gave a pshatim, but the Rashba says no. It's bedafka because it's bedafka when it's swaddled that it's a problem. Bedafka when it's swaddled is a problem. Why? What's Peshat? The Peshat says the Rashba, you know what? The, the, even the box is not touching, even the base of the box is not touching the coals. It's being raised up. If the base of the box were to be touching, if it were to be touching, then that would be a problem 
Not like we said in the Rabban, even if it was not swaddled on all sides. Because says the Rashba, Ketumah, because he's been making it Ketumah in other words, he says Ketumah does not help with Hatzmona. Which by the way, as an aside, we pointed out, what do you mean there? That's basically saying you've got a bleph there. It's not, because it's not on, a, in a, on the upturned box. It's basically you've got the base of the box with the pot sitting inside it. And says the, says the Rashba, if, if the, if the box was actually touching the coals, that was just from underneath, even if the pot was not swaddled in, in any other way, that would be absolutely forbidden. Why? Because he says, although it's Katuma, says it's Katuma, that doesn't help Atmana. What do you see? You see that having just one sheet like that, a thin, just the base of a box, that's already makes it Ketumah. Which, L'chaira, is a riot to our thing of a blech. That just to have a sheet of metal in between is already considered to be Ketumah. And if it's Ketumah, then it's perfectly fine with Shehiyah. With Hatzmono, it says the Rashboi doesn't help. But for Mashma for Shehiyah, that would be considered Ketumah and it would work. That's a riot to, to, to our blech as opposed to the shit of the Chazanish. We're not going into that whole thing again now, but just as a, one little deal from there. But coming back to the Rashba, says the Rashba, therefore, the reason why over here we're talking about Dafka when the pot is swaddled inside the, inside the box is because the box is raised up. And since it's raised up, that shouldn't be Hatzmono. Why is that Hatzmono? The Teretz is like this. Similar to what we just said before, and he brings the Rabbeinu, the Rabbeinu Yenna says the same idea, that since you've done Hatzmono on the pot, that shows us that you're, you're mukbit on keeping the heat in, and therefore we're worried if there's, if there's coals below or something which you could stoke up, we're worried you'll come to stoke up the things below. If there were coals underneath, or if you use coals, etc., etc. But the, the, the point is, if it was not swaddled, well that's a classic case of Shahir. It's raised up above the coals, there's nothing to worry about. But if you've swaddled it, that shows I'm mukbit on the heat, and therefore we're worried you may come to stoke up the whatever's, whatever's beneath it. That's the shitta of the, of the, uh, of the, uh, the Rashbode. Says the Chidush Yoran, the Mechosim, he says, according to this Peshat, it would be problematic even if you were to make, let's say, the coals Ketumah. Because soft kol soft, as long as there are coals there, and you've done something to show your makhbit on retaining the heat, we're going to be Cheshish, you'll come to stoke up the coals. It's a very nice day, Ketumah. Now it's mashma from the Chidush Yoran, says only if it's Ketumah. But Mashma, if you rake away the coals, well then there's nothing to worry about because there's nothing to soak up. Why do I say this? Because the Chazanish understands the longest in the in this Rashba Rabbeinu Yona is that once you've got underneath a source of heat, then the swaddling around the pot becomes hot and is generating heat to the pot. So it becomes instead of being it's says the Chazanish. Therefore, even if you make it grufa, you rake away the coals, it won't help. As long as it's generating heat, the swaddling will get hot, it's generating heat, it's going to be a problem. But the problem is that the, the Chedush Aran says, Dafka Ketuma won't help. Mashma Grufa would help. And number two, the way the Rabbeinu Yon explains it is not like that. It's simply a gezeira, that if there's coals beneath that you can come to stoke up, and you've done a maizah to show that you are marked on retaining the heat, we're worried you're going to come to stoke it up, and therefore it's problematic. That's the way I understand, therefore it's Dafka Katuma and not, not Grufa. I'm not the only one to have pointed, I, I think, the, 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 uh, the Magia on the, maybe the Chedusha already points, points this out. 
Um, one side point is, the Rashba says, when talking about what Hatmana is, he says it's only if the, if the, the swaddling material is up near the pot. But he says, if it's rochik mimenu v'yish revach b'neyem, in What's that double option? Rochik mimenu v'yish revach b'neyem. Far away from them, from the pot, and it's, and there's a gap. We said from here it's mashma, that if there's a very, very small gap between the swaddling material and the pot, that doesn't help you. And that's what the post can say, I think, it's from Shlomo and possibly Rudy Ashif. They both say, it's got to be a, a discernible gap between the two. And that's why putting a pot in an oven is not Hatzmana, because it's not touching the walls. There's nowhere near the walls, that wouldn't be considered Hatzmana. But coming back to the main point of the Rashba, the Rashba says, I can prove to you that if the pot is touching the coals, that's already is considered Hatzmana. What's my Raya? Because there is a Mishnah on Mentes, Mentes on Adalat, that says, if you've got a pot which is swaddled inside Gizei Tzemeh, Shillings of wool. Now the shillings of wool are muksa. So how are you going to get the food out of your pot? So it says, no problem. What you should do is lift the lid off and the shillings which are around there will fall away and then you'll be able to get your, get your food out. So says the, says the Rashba, well how do you get to the lid? It must be the lid's not covered. Because if the lid's covered, then how are you going to manage to get to the lid? So you see that even though the lid is not covered, the only reason we allow such hatamon is because it's gizetem. Gizetem is something which is not most of heaven. But implying if it would have been Dovah Mosef Hevel, such Hatmona would be also. So you see Hatmona, what he calls Hatmona, what's re- from here onwards is referred to as Hatmona, but mix us. That even if the Hatmona is not, on, is not on all four sides, it's still considered to be Hatmona. If it's Dovah Mosef Hevel, it's going to be forbidden. Says the Rashba, I'm well aware that you may come along to me and say, ah, that's only if it's on three sides. But if it's just on one side, who says that's considered Hatmona? Says the Rashbon, no. Because if where do you draw the line? Who dis- decides what Hatmon is? It's either got to be, you're going to tell me Hatmon is all four sides, or I can tell you even one side is enough. And since you see from that mission that it doesn't have to be all four sides, we see from there, even one side is, uh, it must be enough. Comes along the Ram and the Chidusha Ram and they're the Raya. They say that Raya of the Rashbon is not a Raya, because I could tell you, you know what, it's covered even on top. And how do you manage to take the lid off? The answer is there's a handle sticking out. And you can take it by the handle. Are you worried about the handle? That part of it's not covered? So I think they're ready. You see from here, I don't know if it's from there, but the, the, if it's got slight gaps, everyone agrees, sl- small little gaps is not, that doesn't uh, get you out of Hatzman. It's got to be proper gaps. La Halokho, the Machabe Pasan is like the Rashbo and the Ramban, i.e. that even if it's from one side, that's a problem. So when you want to do shahiya, you have to do it like the Rabbi Nechanan, i.e. you've got to raise it, put it on a tripod, because if it's touching the coals, it's going to be a problematic. The mice on like a, on like a hot plate, and they say even, a coin, even for the Mechabim, for the Sfadim, that's not a problem because the Mechabim means if it's on top of coals, because coals can sort of come up this a little bit on the side, the pot gets a little sunken into the, in, entrenched in the coals, which obviously on a hot plate doesn't happen. But that's the shitter of the, of the uh, Mechabim. Comes along the Ramon, and the Ramon says, no, not true. That in the, and says, Ramon, the Minag is not like that. In other words, for Ashkenazim at least. The Minag is, even if it's Mugure Rak Lamalo, sorry, even if it's just uncovered at the top, or above Ashkenazim Lamalo, it's permitted with Shekenu Aminag. That's the Minag. Just, he says, you should be careful when you take out the pot, that you don't come to move the coals. Um, and in the Mishnah Bura says, so if it's a little bit entrenched in the coals, then that's fine, just take it out very carefully, because then it's not, uh, sorry, if it's entrenched a little bit in the coals, then it's going to be psikresha, then you shouldn't take it out yourself. If you need to take it out, then you could do it through a goy. You could get, get a goy, but not you get you could get a goy with psikresha, you can get him to take it out. 
Now the Shaila is, what does the Ramah, this is the million dollar question, what does the Ramah mean when he says, it's Mugule Lamala? It's alright if it's Mugule Lamala. Now there's a Taz later on in Simulation on Tess, it's brought in the Mishnah Bureau there. He says, what he's talking about there is the, um, if you've got a, 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 a jug of cold water and you put it into, I think this is the case he's talking about there, and you, um, yeah, I think the, 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 the Taz there is talking about if you've got, let's say, a, a bottle of cold water, so to submerge it in a, in a pot of hot, hot water. And the Taz says you can't do that, even if it's not Yad, it's not Yad Tzeledis, it's not going to be a problem of Bishal, but it's a problem of Hatzmon. It's Mashma only because it's completely submerged. But if even some of it, because he calls it, that, 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 that uh, he calls it, it's uh, Hatzmon or Mama or something like that, I can't remember the exact, exact lotion, but it's Mashma, if it was a little bit out, that would already be, be called Hatzmon of the Mixas, which according to the Ramah, would be Mutter. Nonetheless, the Prima Godem says, if it's just the lid, if it's, if it's swaddled on all three sides, but the lid is uncovered, that already, um, he says, is already even the Ramah would agree is problematic. Even the Ramah would agree is problematic. But the MS, I'll be honest with you, based on the, the Rashwa has already, as we said, he's already proven that even Hatzmon of the Mixas is also, based on that, that Mishnah, which with the Gizit Zemeh. And he says explicitly, you can't say that, well, if the lid is uncovered, that's all right. Yeah? So, um, yeah, if the lid is uncovered, sorry, then it's problematic. Yeah? But if it's, if it's, uh, if it's anything more than that, already that, that, that already that, that's all right. Because he says, in Kenon, on of the Varech or the Shiurim. In other words, what's the Rashbos saying? The Rashbos is telling you, telling you, a Yisoyed. Either you can tell me, if you want, you can tell me it's got to be Hatzman on all four sides. But if not, it's got to be, even one side is problematic. And even the Chiddush Yaran, who answers that Raya, he doesn't do so by saying, well, it depends on how much. He says, the answer is, it is Mutman from all sides, because even the lid is covered. So you've got, already in Rishonim, you can see, it's got to be, from Rishonim, either all four sides, a lid uncovered is already enough. So surely that's what the Ramal means. Surely that's what the Ramal means. The problem is, and this is where we, we have a big problem, that, that, and that is the Chai Odom. The Chai Odom talks about a case where you've got, he's talking about people who want to keep their coffee hot. So he says, and they want to put it in sand, he says, I'll give you an answer. Put it properly in sand, you can't do that. So what you should do is, put it in the sand, submerge it up to Ad-Shilish until a third or halfway up. And then for the upper part, what you should do is take a, an upside down clee, turn it upside down, and the clee will be, the walls of the clee will be much wider than the thing with the, with the coffee in. And then when you put the towels on top, the towels won't be touching the, 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 the container with the coffee. And therefore, that's perfectly fine, because as we said, if it's not touching, that's not called Hatzmon. But it's mashma, it's mashma, that if it were to be more than half in the sand, that would really be called, there would be Hatzman in its own right. And that's how many understand the, the, the Chayotan. The big problem is, uh, I mean, obviously, number one, where, where, where does the Chayotan get that from is, is one problem. Um, number two, the Chayotan brings that task, the one about the, about the, the cold water submerged, he doesn't say a word on it. So you could say, no, he just brings it the way the Taz writes it, but he himself holds differently. You could also say maybe the, the case of the, the coffee, 
it's just Urukha de Milsa, because since you can't cover it from all sides, so you're going to want to be able to put towels on top. So in order to be able to do that, you're going to have to put on t- a pot on top. But in order to be able to put on t- a pot on top, normally you have to leave at least half of it uncovered. You could say that, but it, it, it's not mashma so much like that. The Israel of Nisan Kairos has got a whole Mahalif based on a shit of the Chazan Ish, but it's also Shtetnish, it just doesn't say it. We said the most likely Pshat seems to be, and this is what some suggest, is, is the following. When you're talking about submerging it, if you were just to submerge it in sand and a khanami, as long as it's not completely covered, that would be perfectly fine. But once you also want to cover it with towels, so it will be completely, completely covered already, there we're not going to allow you to do the hats mono, but of hevel, more than half. Let me explain to you what I mean. The Machabe says in Sifches, he writes, if the Begodim are not touching the Kli, and the Kli is also not touching the Gechonim underneath, then it's Mutter. That's not Atzmonah, not from underneath. And Sad the Begodim not touching it, that's perfectly fine. Says the Morgan Abram, that's the Machabah, the Shitaso. But according to the Ramah, even if the pot was touching the Gechonim, that's not Atzmonah, remember the Shit of the Ramah, so even if it was touching the Gechonim, There'd be no problem to put the towels on top of it as long as they're not touching the actual pot. Says Elo Rabba, if that's the case, why did the Ramah keep quiet? Elo Mai, it must be that even the Ramah agrees. Elo Khanani, if you've got a pot which is just sitting on the coals, that's not considered Hatzmona. But once you're also putting towels around it in a way which is not Hatzmona, because it's not touching, but it's also touching the coals, the two things together, that creates a level of Hatzmona, which even the Ramah would agree is problematic. Perhaps a little like the shit of the Rabbeinu Yonah, because the very fact that you put the coals, the, the towels round it, even though it's not touching, it's not proper atmano, but that shows that I want to retain the heat, so we're worried it may come to stick up the coal. It could be something along those lines. It's very possible the Chayi Odom holds somewhere in between. He says, to do atmano, you could do it 90% of it, and that's perfectly fine. But once you're going to do it in a way where it's completely covered, 100%, even though 40% of it, let's say, is Hatzmano where the towels are not touching it, it doesn't matter. Because you've got 60%, not anything more than 50%, which is properly Mutman, in the sand, and you're covering the rest of it with towels, even in a way which is not Hatzmano, the two things together, combining, is, is, is uh, that, that, that we don't know now. That seems to be the most plausible way of understanding the Chayi Odom. Al Kolponim, what's this Nagayatas? The classic case is the slow cooker. A crockpot, where you've got Hatzmona there, but Dovah Mosef Hevel, because it's giving out heat from three sides, more or less three sides. So I wanted to say like this, Me'ikadin, I think, that it's absolutely mutter. Because, Loi according to the Poshet way of understanding the, the Ramor, based on the Chidosh on Ran and the Rashba from the Rishonim, that if the top, if even just the lid is uncovered, that's already, is not considered Hatzmono, the way concerned with, then, well, the lid's not covered. Are you going to say it has a lid on the top? Yeah, that's not considered Hatzmono, by the way, because that's just, that's the clear itself. That's there, you know, you put the lid on just to stop flies getting, getting into it. And that's a run, by the way, there's a run on your testament out of Medapi Orif, where he says, if you're covering a pot just to stop mice getting in, to protect the food, things like that, that's not considered Hatzmono. It's brought in Shulchan Aruch, in the CF base, Zion CF base. 
And uh, same with the lid, even Ramosha, Ramosha passes that. He actually doesn't allow you if you put uh, aluminium foil to cover a container, that he doesn't allow. But even that, Rav Shlomo Zalman already argues, he says it's perfectly fine, that's just normal to cover, cover a pot. But that's, even if we say, you know what, we don't go with that. Even if we were to go with the Prima Godin, who says if, if the only thing which is not covered is the lid, that's still considered half one, even according to the Ramal, but here even the top part of the walls are not covered. Just to know there are shits who say that if the, if the food, the level of the food doesn't go, it's got to, you judge it by where the food is. No, but I don't know if everyone agrees with that either. But here, the lid is not covered. The top parts of the wall are not covered. So the only thing you're really left with is, is this chayyotum. Well, according to the way we've explained the chayyotum, it's not a problem. Because you're not covering it with towels at all on top. In which case, even the Chaya Olam would agree that it's Mutter. That's what, personally, I would have said in Shmuel Vosna, without going through all of this, but he basically says, based on the Pashtus and the Ramah, he says, Me'ikadin, it's Mutter to use a, uh, a slow cooker. It's Mashma that even he agrees that L'Chadchil is better to be Machmeh, as opposed to be Yotze all day as within the Chaya Olam, because many, many posts can understand the Chaya Olam is the Psak, and anything more than a half is already a problem. So based on that, that's why they give eighters, which is to raise the pot up, as, as we've discussed in, in a previous shiurim, rolling up balls of aluminium foil to raise up the pot. What you do gain by that, we've spoken about, is that you don't have problems of chazar, putting it back afterwards, because um, because once it's been um, ra- uh, once it's been raised up, it's not called considered tocha. Going back to a whole sugi we had earlier on, um, I think it was Lamed Zion, that to do chazorah, Inside the kira is already problematic. We spoke about with a slow cooker. There is an argument to be made. It's not considered, but to be yotze, so to speak, all should to be explained by raising up. It seems that one would not uh, that that would not be considered toche. Nonetheless, if a person did forget to raise up the pot, or if you're in somebody else's house where they don't do that, laniyas dati. There's definitely you, you don't have to be machmir. Um, number one, your friend is probably bigger than shogig anyway. And if he's begat the Shogeg, the Mishnah Brura, and the, and the Be'arocha is ready, Paskans, that you can rely on that, that day of the Mordechai to, based on the Rashbam, to equate Hatzmano with Shehiyah, uh, Kolshkein, that it could well be the food was already, um, was fully cooked before Shabbos. Um, Uncle Ponim, it's definitely Kamalchum, I'd like to think at least it's Kamalchum and the Rishoy, because otherwise you've got other problems, uh, unless they make it, you know, Kurofor Ketoma. Um, so, in which case, according to the Rashbam, and all those, you can be mati even even l'chatzchil. Um, as we've said, this is really just wrapping up everything we've said. Even though the Gon says, no, this, this, uh, this Rashbam is a Da'as Yochid, remember, um, number one, B'Aloch says, it's difficult to be machri, I can get the, the Ramor. But also, according to the way we've explained Rashi, Rashi, the beginning of Kira, based on it, it's a Ritzvah already, Rashi also is like the Rashbam. So the Rashbam is not on his own, he's got his Heliger grandfather, the Heliger Saba, to to uh to pr- sort of protect his shitter. Um, one thing, just as an aside, an application, you can't be mutter, however, based on the fact. It seems you can't be mutter based on the fact because the food is only for Shabbos morning. Because remember, the remor only allows that as a once-off. Now, presumably, this family you're eating with, they never bother raising up the pot. In which case, for them, it's a b'diavad every single week. Even if you want to say they're a shogeg, that doesn't seem that would be that would be a, a, a sort of a, a viable hetter. But Akhoponim, all, all said and done, I think even for one to be Mahmoud, it could be a Khumra Dossi de Kulo, because as the Ramah 
the Ramal brings to the end of Reishman Zayin, the Balamor Azay, somebody who doesn't have hot food on Shabbos, he wants to be machmir, with Cheshish, he's in Apikonis. There's a mitzvah going on Shabbos, and even if he's had Friday night, let's say, he's already had his hot food, so Rinsa Karadah says you can't put him in Apikonis, but it seems it's definitely a hidden mitzvah, is try, if you can, to have hot food every meal, if you can. Um, just one or two, uh, one, a few other, other halachas, a hot plate. Uh, to do, in other words, to have food on a hot plate and then you swaddle it on top with, with, um, with let's say, towels. That definitely is forbidden. Because uh, that's really a classic, a classic case like the, like the, um, like the Gomorrah there. The towels obviously are not most of Hevel, but um, you're putting it on a hot plate which is most of Hevel. So it's mamish like, uh, like that. Um, you may want to say, yeah, what about toasters? That whole toast is about when they put it back in the Kira. So, well, let's go through reason, you know, go, go through re- the reasons one by one. According to the first reason of Tosfos and the Rosh, that it's not Shaya Chatzmona in the grounds of the Kira, Enochanami. You can't do Chatzmona in the, in the hot plate itself. Enochanami. That would, that would work over here. However, um, when you look at the second, well, let's first with the Rosh, about what your, the starting point of using the Kira. There, the whole point is the Kira, well, you don't start using it for Chatzmona, it's first for cooking, that doesn't apply for a hot plate. There, you're putting it on just for Shabbos. If you're doing it at that time for Hatzmono, then your starting point is Hatzmono. Um, the, the reason of Rabbeinu Boruch, that in the Kira it's going to gradually cool down, but you don't have that with the hot plate, it's going to be hot the whole of Shabbos. So you don't have that reason uh, there anyway. And even if you did have all these reasons, the Mishnah Brewer already says that it's Roy Lahachme anyway, because the Rosh doesn't seem to be happy with all of this anyway. Um, so... If you don't have all of these reasons, it seems like you can't do it on top of the hot plate. But the evidence if a person did do it, he put the food on top of the hot plate and he put towels over the top before Shabbos. But the evidence, together with other tzirupim, it seems that uh, possibly one could be one could be makele. But as I said, it, it's difficult. The Rebbe Rishon Mezaman Shmuel Shabbos he doesn't allow this, and he says besides anything else, in this case definitely the the uh, the, the hot plate is going to be. Is going to be heating up the towels, and if it becomes off, it's not not a good situation at all. So definitely, one should not be doing that. Lechayra, there is an eitzah by the way, however, and that is to raise the pot up, because lemaisa we pass in like the rabbi and the rashi that even if it's raised up, but if it's swaddled, and it's raised up above the heating source, that's a problem because we're worried you may come to stoke it up. Here, lechayra, since there is nothing to stoke up, it comes back to the to the question of of a hot plate is there anything it's it may be even better than group because there is nothing to stoke up so then the khaira since it's not shy to stoke it up and it's not sitting on the hot plate so that's definitely not hatsmona it's not shy to stoke it up the that would be a viable header something to something to think about um we spoke about a thermos flask the thermos flask the chazanish says is mutter let's put the stuff in the thermos flask um that's not hatsmona at all by the way the reason being because that's the kli. Hatzmona means you take the kli with the food and then you, you wrap it, you, uh, you sort of put uh, swollen material, material around it. By the same token, they say if you want to take, let's say, a piece of kugel and put it on the hot plate, so you take, um, you take let's say, uh, you wrap it in a bit of silver foil, that's not a problem because as long as you just do like one wrapping, the silver foil becomes the kli. Okay? I think, if I remember correctly, Rai Falk and maybe others say, if you wrap it more than once, that already is problematic. Um, 
And one last thing we sort of, again, it's not so much for now, is when it comes to kishka. So what some people do is they wrap the kishka in a piece of foil, and they stick it into the, into the cholent, four shabbos. So now this comes back to that taz, you're sticking food, that, that's like the case of the taz, you're sticking the, the, uh, the, the, the bottle inside another thing of, of uh, hot water. Eichel and Eichel can be hatmono. Here, some, some want to argue it's different over here because you're doing it for, for, for other reasons, that it doesn't, it doesn't fall apart. There are... Bikitzer, there is an Eitzel which definitely seems to work, and that is if you punch, punch a few holes in, in the... In the, in the or just one or two holes in the, in the silver foil to allow the taste to mix, then it seems the is, I think the person can say this, that you can then assume that this is, um, this is just food. It's food and food. That's not hatsmona, it's like a pot where you've got inside the pot and you've got potatoes and meat. You don't say that's hatsmona, that, that's the pot of food. Right? That would be the holidays. Otherwise, as I said, that there is, that there are different shitters. Some say that's the normal way of cooking. There's bikitsa, there's makidim and machmidim. It's not so much for now. We, we may come back to it at a, at a, at a later date. Um, hatsmona, even for a short period of time, is a problem. There is actually a ritual, it's worth just noting the Zerit Bar, who says, Hatzmana b'seichas uda, for a short period of time, he actually allows. It's not brought in the Mishnabura, but it's just a, an interesting Marimokan. One last point, and that is, there is a run, the, the run brings the shit of the Rabbeinu Yonah, that, um, the Rabbeinu Yonah says, he doesn't, he calls it a machshela, a big machshela, people, what they do is, they have two, two, um, they have, let's say, their cholent. And they have a pot of hot water, both clearisha. And the idea is that um, what they're going to do is on Shabbos, the chunnut is going dry, so they'll pour from the hot water into the chunnut. Clearisha is clearisha, should be perfectly fine. Let's say off the fire. He says it's a machshela gadola. Because he says when the water, even if, even if both are yatsalad, he says number one, it could be not well both yatsalad, in which case you've definitely got a problem. But even if he says both are yatsalad, that he says, as the water comes out of the, of the one creation, it becomes a cliché. That water is effectively cliché. Says the Egeital, it comes out, we have four shitters in what iri is. Tosus on, on, um, and then on the base brought three shitters there. We have one shitter which says that, that iri is like a clearition. Mamash like a clearition. Shitter of Tosus is, it's not mamash like a clearition, it's, it's a mamashal kleiklipa. Then you have the shitter of the, I think it was the Rashbam there, who says, no, it's like a cliche, but not quite like the Egrita, uh, like, like the uh, Rabbi Niyono. Says the Egrita, because over there, the shitter of the Rashbam is, why is it like a cliche? Because we say to Sargavar, if you pour the hot water into the cold water, then the cold water cools down the, the, the hot water and it won't cook it. The mashma, if you were pouring, um, let's say, hot water into hot water, where you don't have to Sargavar, then the Rashbam would be perfectly happy with that. Now we've got an even the, the most chomer of the kashita, and that is that's the shitter of the the Rabbeinu Yonah, who says the minute it leaves the klirisha, automatically it becomes a klisheni. So even if you're pouring it into hot water and you don't have sogvar, even that is problematic. That's the shitter of the Rabbeinu Yonah. Now the Gemara continues on. <coughs> well, Memches Hamadalif, just to remind you. Um, Rabbi and Rabbi Zera, two lines down. Rabbi and Rabbi Zera, Ikru of Erish Kalusa, they came to the house of the Erish Kalusa. Chazuala, who after they saw a, a servant of the Erish Kalusa, the Amach Kuzu the Maya placed a, a jug of water, Apumadu Kum Kumo, on the the top of the the uh, like the the um, copper kettle, 
In other words, with hot, it, had, it was, had hot water in there. Well, actually, it had something hotter. Yeah, hot water in there. There's discussion, discussion and they're showing whether it was actually on the fire at the time. So, uh, and in the, the little jug of water, however, it was cold water. So, not a rubber. So, rubber, like, growled at him. He wasn't very impressed. So, Amalei Rabbi Zira, so Rabbi Zira said to Rabbah, Ma'ishanam imecham agab mecham. What's the difference between this case and the case, as uh, comes later on, of putting one pot on top of another pot? Right? The, the pot underneath is hot. It's mutter there. So, Amalei said to him, Rabbah said, there's different pots over there, ukumi komokim. Both pots are hot. And therefore the bottom pot is just going to be keeping the, the, the top pot, it's retaining, it's keeping it warm, hot, whatever. Whereas half over here, oh, literally can't mold it. Here the top one is cold water, it's actually going to be molded heat into it. That you can't do. Tosus asks, what was, uh, what was Rabbi Zira thinking? He's asking from the case of Mecham Agabi Mecham. Well, as we said, it's a brighter later on. It's Mephorish there, the brighter says that only if it's just keeping the heat in, but if it's actually heating it up, it's also. So if you're asking from the Bryce, you also know the answer to your question. So Tosus answers, he wasn't asking from the Bryce, he didn't know the Bryce, he's asking from Maisa Bacholion. He knows this is what people do, Mecha Magabi Mecha. So this is why he had the question. However, Rashi seems to say he asked from the Bryce, the Tanya Bryce. And in fact, the Rashba, the Rashba doesn't like the answer of Tosus, and he says, you know what, a big yusayid. He said, you know, you know, we know that the, the, the Amiroim, they don't have to know all the Brises. Here's something new, says the Rashba. Rabbi Zira knew the Brises, but only half the Brises. He gives other examples of this, where Rabbi Zira knew the first part of the, part of the Brises, not the second part. Simple. Tosus then goes on, and uh, asks, what exactly is the case over here? Was the idea to, that the, the, the cold water would actually be heated up properly, which gets some other also, so what's, what was the hubman of Rabbi Zira? About this also. And if it was just Lahavshit to take off the, the, the chill, then it's mutter. So Tosus answers that, you know what? It must be that the Peshatis heat, it was only Lahavshit, but if you were to leave it there long enough, it would actually get heated up to, to Yadzilah, so it would cook properly. And that's why Rabba objected. Rabbi Zayr thought it could be mutter, and Rabba said, no, it is absolutely forbidden. We did talk about sort of a, a question of the Rashba on, on this Tosfus, etc., etc. But the reason why I'm mentioning this second part of Tosfus is because of the Rabbeinu Yonah. The Ram brings the Rabbeinu Yonah and does away basically, effectively, with the question on Tosfus. Because the Rabbeinu Yonah says, like, what is this Kamara doing over here? What's the connection to Hatzmana? And number two, really the question flips the other way around. What are you asking from Mecham Agav Mecham? Mecham Agav Mecham is a case of Hatzmana. So says the Rabbeinu Yonah, the case over here is like this. The, the, uh, this kumkumot was covered with the blanket from before Shabbos. You're allowed to uncover it and put the blanket on on Shabbos, that's perfectly fine then. But what this, uh, this Evan wanted to do is he wanted to uncover the blanket, put the kuz of the Maya on top, and then cover it over. That, and that's the case of Mecham Agam Mecham, that's to do with Hatzmona, and therefore it's nothing to do with the Hafshah, and this is Hatzmona. And that's why Rabba objected, and therefore the questions of Tosfus fall away. Um, Omar, uh, sorry, next case was, Sorry, yeah. Then Rabba noticed that the, this Ebed uh, of the Rish Kurusa, he spread a Dastudar, is like a headscarf, on the, 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 the sort of the mouth, on, on top of a kubba, like a barrel of some sort. Um, and then he put a kli, Rashi says this kli is a kli which is used to draw out the wine. And he put it on top of the, this dastudah. 
So, not say Rabba, once again, Rabba wasn't too impressed. So, Amalei Rabbi Zeris, Rabbi Zeris said to Rabba, Amai, what's the problem? So, Amalei, so Rabba said to him, Hashto Chozit, just wait, you'll see now. The Soif in the end, Chozit, the Koma today, he noticed that he was squeezing out the, he took this dusted off, it got wet, and he was squeezing it out. Says Rashi, what was he squeezing it out of? Water. Says Rashash, what's going on? I thought it was wine here. Rashi starts talking about wine, now he's talking about water. Lamais in the Kisve Yad, they actually take out that word yain. It's not then. It's not Klisha Sherbin yain, it's Klisha Sherbin Menachubo. But the gifts that we've got, and Rashi on the Yagub as well, it's yain. So why be squeezing out water? So what's the wine got to do with it? A little ha'ora. Right? I mean, a big ha'ora maybe. That's what the Rashash asks. Let's continue on first though. Omale. So then Rabbi Zira said to Rabbi, but Maishan on mid Pravanka, what's the difference between this case and the case of the Pravanka? What's that? So Tosva says, it's a Gemara later on. They used to take like, a, it was a special clean made, uh, not clean, like a, a piece of material that was made to cover a barrel. They used to actually use it to like pour the wine through, to like filter it. And the Gemara says there, you can't put it over the whole barrel, it's to do with ale there, etc, etc. But it says on half the barrel, that's perfectly fine. Why? Why are we not worried that it'll get wet and will come to squeeze it out? So he answered Omale, he said to him, Rabbi said, Hosn the copy de lave. There he's not mucked if it gets wet, because it's made for that purpose. Whereas Hoko over here, copy de lave, he is mucked on it, because he wants it as a headscarf, so if it gets wet, he's going to come to squeeze it out. That's the Gemara. Now, if you take a look at the Rambam, the Rambam brings this down, and there's a few Ha'oris in the Rambam. Number one, the Rambam does not mention anything about a Kli being on top of the, the Dastudah. That's point number one, which Rabbi Kvega picks up on. Number two, um, says Rabbi Kvega, the whole Gomorrah is very difficult to understand because you're asking, Rabbi Zera asks, what's the difference between this case and the case of the Pravanko? The case of the Pravanko doesn't say in the Gomorrah anything about a Kli being put on top of it. And the Pashtus is, like the Chidesh Aram says, what was the problem? What happened here is when you put the Natsla on top, so the, the, the uh, Dastudor, it sagged in the middle and it got wet from what's underneath. Well, you didn't have that in the case of the Kubo because there was nothing on top of it. So it says, what's going on over here? The Emes, there's another hell as well. Um, and that is the, the point. The Rambam, when he explains what, what's the problem with squeezing out, says the Rambam, it's, it's malabing. It's right, because you're sque- squeezing out as you're washing it, basically. Right? It, it's, it's, not, it's not considered schita, by the way, dosh, because... The, the, the liquid is going to waste. That's, that, that's what the Roshanim speak about. Elamite's malabin. Why it's not malabin when it becomes wet to start with, that, that they speak about. But it's squeezing out is an act of malabin. Fine? That's what the Ramam says. So, it's like this. One, one last to I should I should really make. And that is, if you look at Rashi, this time when he asks, what's the difference between this case and the case of the, of the Pravanka, Rashi does not say refer us to the Gemara on Lactosis does. This time, Rashi doesn't say a word. Rashi just says, what is the case of Pravanka? Beget or Osi Lifres One other thing is, Rashi doesn't say, in the case of the Pravanka, he says, you spread it over the Gigas. Gigas of what? If you look at the case later on, where Tosis refers us to a couple of it's talking about a barrel of wine. This time, Rashi doesn't say anything about the wine. What's going on over here? And I believe the answer is like this. That there's a machlokas rishonim as to whether machabi squeezing out the liquid is that only with water, or does it apply to other to other liquids as well? And I would like to suggest that Rashi holds it only applies to water. 
And therefore, the Maharach of the Gemara is like this. If you look at the Rabbein Hanano, already you'll see that what happens here is, this dust, this uh, dustudar got wet from the Nutzlo. The Nutzlo was wet. And that's what happened was the point. This is what I believe happened was like this. He took the dustudar and put it on top of this, this, uh, this uh, kuva. What was inside the kuva? Wine. He then took the Nutzlo, which normally draw, used to draw out wine, and he put it on top. Okay? So the kuva was either, was either wine inside, or actually, as the Mishnah Bura quotes from Rabbi Kvega, but I don't know where this Rabbi Kvega is, it was empty. Right? So Rabbi Zeyna said to him, why? What's the problem? Because you'll note this time, in the previous case, Rabbi Zeyna went straight to the question, what's the difference between this case and Mecham Agabi Mecham? This time Rabbi Zeyna first asked, am I? And then he asked, what's the difference between this and the case Pravanko? Because the reason is because he said, what's the problem? Even if he does squeeze it out, but he's squeezing out wine. We assume that the barrel has wine in it. Squeezing out wine is not mechabes. So what's there to worry about? So Rabbi said to him, just wait and see. What did happen? The nutslaw was wet with water. That's clear from the way Rashi explains the, the, the continuation of the Gemara. And therefore the dustula got wet from the nutslaw and he squeezed out that water. So then Rabbi said, okay, but why were you worried, even if it would get wet with water, why were you worried more than the case of Pravanko? Rashi does not refer us to the Gemara Leitan because on Kuf Lamentes, for some reason Rashi explains they were talking about wine. Because there it's not talking about squeezing, there's to do with oil and filtering, and that presumably is done with, done with the wine. But Rashi says Pravanko can be, is a beggar which is made to spread over a barrel, no matter what's in the barrel. So, so too if it's made for water, you've got a barrel with water, you put the Pravanko on, that's perfectly fine. It doesn't refer us to the Gemara Leitan because that's with wine. So what's going on over here? Why are we not worried they're going to come squeeze it out if it's with water? Now this time it doesn't have to be there's a nuts on top because the barrel itself is filled with water. So if the barrel itself is filled with water, or as Rabbi Kivega puts it, it's not empty, then you don't need the nuts The way we explain it is it's water as opposed to wine. So why are we not worried to come squeeze it out? So Rabba responded because over there it's a pravanka and the pravanka person's not worried if it gets wet. If you like, take a look at the Rambam now, now the Rambam makes a lot of sense. The Rambam doesn't mention Natla. You know why he doesn't mention Natla? Because look at what's inside the barrel that the Rambam's talking about. It's water. So when you're talking about a barrel of water, we don't have to come on to Natla. The Gemara only, I mean, that was the Maitre Shoya, there was a Natla, but it only had the Natla because the barrel in Al-Gemara, the first, the actual case for the Evers, was where there was wine. And therefore there would be nothing to worry about if not for the Natla. It would seem, halacha lamaisa, therefore, if a person has got, let's say, a, a jug of water, and it's Friday night, you want to cover it over to you, because you're worried about mine magulin, so you want to cover it over, it would be better, seemingly, it would be better to use a tissue than to use a towel. Because a tissue, you're not worried if it gets wet. Whereas a towel, if it gets wet, you want to be able to use it to dry your hands, you may come to squeeze it out. As happens in Shulchan Aruch, it does mention the nut, though it does mention the kli, but as I said, the Mishnah Brura says, if the under the, the the lower cleat is filled, then you don't need the nuts on the top. That's based on Rabbi Kibega. So it would seem it would seem that would be a practical application of this halacha about whether it's stuff for water or other or other liquids. And that, as I said, lemaisis and we're not dealing with that. We're not dealing with that uh, right now. As that happens, we explain with this. We explain that Rabbi Parachia as well, because Rabbi Parachia seems to be learning the whole thing with water. And then suddenly, at the end, he mentions wine. We explain based on this because Peshat is the chashash is only with water. The reason why he mentions wine at the end is because he's explaining what this 
Pravanka, if you look at his Lashon, he's explaining what the Pravanka is. What, why is he not marked on it? Because it's made for that purpose, to get wet. Whether it's to get wet with water or wine, says the Rabbeinu Prakhil. But the Maisa al-Sugi is talking about where it's with water, and that's where you'd have the Chashash of Machabi. So we answered all this up with this, with this one Yusuit. Is an interesting uh, kasha of, I think it was the Malaha Rayim. He says that, um, he asked that, why didn't Rabba actually stop him squeezing it out? And it's very nice not to say Rabba, but if he knew he was going to squeeze it out, why didn't he try to stop it? He wants to just say that the Evid was actually wasn't even Jewish. That's, that's what he wants to say. Nope. An interesting kasha to, to, to think about. The Gemara now continues on. Veloba Tevin. We said in the Mishnah that you can't do Atmanah with Tevin. So, uh, we had other things, and one of them was, was Moichin. Right, these bits of, uh, of bits of uh, soft material. So, Bomini Ravado Bar Masno of Neabai. Ravado Bar Masno, he asked to buy the following shayla. Moichin Shetoman Bohen, Mawid Atalton on the If a person did Hatmono with these Moichin, um, can you do the Moichin up? Because otherwise, Ravado the Moichin are Muxamach Mas Chesonikis, they're very valuable. So, if you did Hatmono with them, uh, can you move them now on Shabbos? Has it got the same, is it the same as actually being Miyachid them? For, for a purpose which is, like, let, let's say, Hatzmano. If you, do you have to actually be miyaking them? Or if it happens to be, you, you improvise, you use them for Hatzmano, automatically they become Ois Moksa. So, Omale, so Abayi responded, he said, just because he didn't have a box of Teven, he's going to suddenly stand up and make the, you know, make it Hefka? Now it becomes value, you know, with no value? Of course it's still valuable. The Peshat is, he had to improvise, but it doesn't mean that it's, it's no longer Moksa Machmas Chazorin Kis. So the Gemara wants to bring a proof to that. They even want to say earlier, let's try and support that, because we've learnt, Tonin Megizei Temer, so Gemara and Baba Basra, that uh, you could do Hatzmono with, with uh, shillings of wool, that's when they're just literally being shorn. With Tzipe Temer, that's when they've been already processed, they've been combed through and made into mats. With Hashemah Shelar Goman, and with tongues of, of um, combed, uh, like um, tongues of, of purple wool. With a Meichen, there you go, and with a Meichen. But you can't move them. So we think that means to say that even though you've done Atmanah, then they still remain Muksa. So the Gemara says, If that's your Raya, it's not a Raya. Because Hachkam, I can see this is what it means. It's two separate points. You could do Atmanah with them. Point number one and point number two. Nothing to do with Atmanah. They are Muksa. It means if you didn't do Atmanah with them, you can't move them. But if you did Atmanah with them, it could be they wouldn't be Muksa. Ask the Gemara Yehoki if so, my name, what's the Kiddush? If you haven't done Atmona with them, I'm under the Muxamach Maschasonic Kiss. So the Gemara says, Mahu the team, you may have said, Chosi de Miska Alayu. No, they've got a use on Shabbos. You can use them to lie on them, to rest on them. So, um, in which case, maybe they've got to eat Kamash Malon. That's not the case. And that's the way we paskin. Um, we paskin that unless you're Miyachid them, and Miyachid them says the Mishnah can be even Bamach Shabbos, it doesn't have to be prepared. There's a Bach who says once you use them twice for that purpose automatically, that's considered Yechud, uh, being Miyachid them. But uh, if you're, unless you're miyaki them, it's no good. They don't, they don't lose their status of, uh, of muksa. There was a toastless we spoke about, it's not so negative to us right now, just the one you so we took out from it is, just to know that the free toastless here, gizei tzemer are more valuable than moichin. In other words, even if we would be mate with moichin, we would not necessarily be mate with gizei tzemer. That's just the, the, the one yadir, the one you so we wanted to take out from toastless for the time being. Rav Chista, he permitted one to um, put back, some, some learn it's moichen, Rosh learns moichen, the Oroch seems to learn it's, it's uh, feathers, to put them back into, let's say, a cushion on Shabbos. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the problem here? 
So it's like this. To put the feathers in to start with is Rashi says Maki Patish. You're making it into a Kli. From the Ritzvah they point out it's Mashma, it's a Darabon, it's Nire. It looks like he's doing a Malach. It looks like Maka, like uh, making a Kli. The Ramam, however, learns it's a Gezerah, but you may come to do a Deraisa. We're worried you may come to stitch it up. Why the Ram is not worried about Makeba Patish? We'll hold that for the time being. But Lamaisa, we pass on it's because of Makeba Patish. To put it back, however, what came out, to put it back, that's perfectly permitted. That's not considered remaking a Kli. So, Eisri Rav Hanan Bar Chista. So, Rav Hanan Bar Chista, he asked him that. Rav Chista, he asked Rav Chista, but we've learned. Matinu Beis HaTzavar B'Shabbos. If you've got a Beis HaTzavar, imagine like, like how Tzitzis, like the Begit. So, you've got a hole through which you can put your head. So you're allowed to, if that hole has been tied up somewhat, they do that in the laundrette, um, then to wash it, you're allowed to untie that on Shabbos, and that's passed in the Shulchan Aruch, as long as it's not a Kesha Shel Kayama, um, the Mishnah Brewer brings from the Labush, even if it's been tied for a while, but it's not a, a Kesha which is made this man rab, and therefore it's not considered a Kesha Shel Kayama. The way the, the, um, the, the um, Shem Azama seems to understand that is, because it's only the Torah. We know that the minute the owner gets it back, he's going to want to untie it. So it's not really made for a kasha. Whereas the Taz is Machman, the Taz says, unless you untie it on the same day as the Kovis made the knot, it's problematic. And it says Rosh Hashem, the way the Mishra I don't know if he says it, because of this reason, this is the way I understand it, is because the Mishra Burra brings it, it's a Yesh Mirim, it's much for the Ikhaloch, is not like the Taz. And the Nafkamina says Rosh Hashem seemingly would be if you buy some food, a food packet which comes with, a, with like a tie on the top. Um, can you open it on Shabbos? It seems you could. Unless you're going to be machmed like the Taz. Um, according to the Taz, the one way you could do it, by the way, is by destroying it. You just cut it in a way that's completely destroys it, that would be mutter. But if you want to undafka untie it, says Rav Shlomo Zalman, it would seem it should be mutter. It should be mutter. The reason being is, I mean, I'll tell you, it's made for the thing, the minute you get it, you'd be able to untie it. If the Maiset, it's been like that for a very long time, the Mashmos of the Lavush, these two words which the Mishmurah for some reason does not bring, Lizman Rav, it's not made Lizman Rav, those two words, if it is Lizman Rav, they say it seems to be a little bit of a stereo within Shemir Shabbos Kilchos as to what Rav Shlomo Zalman held with regards to that. No, there's, there's what to discuss with that. But, Anyway, let's continue on. That's not the part we want right now. It says, But you can't make the Beishat Tzavah to start with, says Rashi, because that's Pesik uh, As it happens, the Ram Shetta is because it's Koreya, as we'll, see, we'll soon see that as well. This part we want. And you cannot put, I'm going to say, I'm going to translate it, well, it's Mochen as it happens, so it's not the feathers this time. But I'm going to even translate the Mochen as feathers, because we, we associate with, with uh, feather cushions nowadays. So you can't put the feathers back in, or you can't put them in, not into a cushion, not into a mattress. Um, beyond if you can't do that on Yom Tami, I don't need to tell you you can't do it on Shabbos. Um, so, what's going on? So we answer the kasha, it's not a kasha. It depends whether you're talking about you're making it from scratch, a new one, or an old one. That's the posh way of learning the Gemara. If you're just putting them back, that's perfectly fine. Not even on Yontov. They in Sarah Kloem and B'Shabbos. I don't need to tell you you can't do it on Shabbos. Nostru, if they dropped out, Maxidun is on B'Shabbos. You can put them back on Shabbos. In Sarah Kloem and B'Yontov, I don't need to tell you that you can do that on Yontov. Um, now, if you look at Rashi, Diba HaMaschil, Ba'atike, Rashi says, La'achzira le'karzesh n'ofrim imen. And he said, from Rashi, it's mashma, that if, let's say, I've got a cushion and some of the feathers fall out, and I've got another cushion where the feathers fall out, I can't take the feathers from the other cushion, even though they've already been used for this purpose, for a cushion, 
And even though I've got my, this cushion I want to use now, has already been made into a cushion, so I'm not, you can't take the feathers from one and put it into the other. That is an act of secretion. The only header is the, the feathers which fell out from this cushion is to put them back into this cushion. That's what is mashmal from Rashi. And Be'enet, as I state Mefurish in the Chiddush Yoran, Amiyuchosim Loran, it's Mefurish there, and he's Medayike, because he says, if, if Chaditi, let's go this way around, Chaditi means mamash a new cushion, that's, in other words, you can't make a, a cushion from scratch, then why are you talking about, because of Psikrate, uh, because of, uh, I keep, when I said Psikrate, I meant uh, Makim Patish, by the way. Why are you talking about because of Makim Patish? It's not Makim Patish, it's Moksa. Says the Chidushi Oran, and that's the continuation from the previous Gemara. This is how it comes in. We're talking about where there's no problem on Moksa. Why? Because these feathers have already been used for a cushion. The Chaldati means, but they haven't been used in this cushion. They're new for this cushion. That's a problem. That's Makim Patish. But Atike means, when you're returning them into their very own cushion, that's not Makim Patish. That's just sort of re... That's a use. That's touching up. That's cl- like cleaning up the cushion. That's not, that's not Makim Patish. That's the episode of that's the episode of the of the uh, Gemara. Now, if you take a look at um, if you take a look at Tosfos, Tosfos at the bottom there says based on this, if you've got a coat and the coat has got like straps or whatever, something like that, and the straps come out, um, you can put them back in on Shabbos, but with two conditions. Number one, that there's no tircha. And the Taz says, what's the problem if there's a Tircha? Because once there's a Tircha, it's like making it to start with, in which case it's Makkah Bapatish again. And we said that from the, the Meiri is a little like, the Meiri says a little like that. Because the Meiri says, putting it back is only, is, is mutter, why? Because even a head you could do it, you don't need an Ummah. Right? In other, the way I understand that is because Makkah Bapatish is, is the making of a key, that's the Ummah has to do. What a head you could do, that's just, that's the normal shimush of the, of the, the tashmish of the kli. And so you clean it up. You sort of uh, just touch it up. That's not, not makin apatish. Once there's a tircha, it's already something which sort of, whether you mamash need an omen, it's something else, but it's already, that's the way I understand it, already once there's a tircha, it's like a maise omen. That's already makin apatish. That's point number one. Then says, says another point, and that is, even if there's no tircha, but if it's something which you'd normally tie a knot in, or you'd have to take care, it's something which you'd normally stick in tight, then there's a problem because we're worried you may come to do that knot or stick in it. That's the two, the Rosh says, the Rosh and the Mordechai as well. One last point before we come to Halach and Amaisa. The Rabbeinu Parachio, we pointed out, he says, his Loshin is, Nishmat Miktas HaMochin. If some of the Mochin come out, you can put them back in. It's much more if some of them come out, but if all of them come back out, come out, you can't put them back in. And I saw that the 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 um, the magia um, on the the right the person who brought out Rabbi Parachio, he says that it could be he, he noticed this as well. And he says it could be it's just Urchad and Milsa. And he says and even if it's not Urchad and Milsa, it definitely doesn't go like Tosfos because Tosfos says that if these straps come out of the coat, to they come out completely, you can put them back in. Much all the straps come out properly, but. I believe, and that's what we said in the Shia, that that's not necessarily the case. There's a major difference. Because if the straps come out of the coat, the coat is still a coat. So after the first time you put in the straps, that's the market of the because that makes the coat into the way it's supposed to be. Now the straps come out, so it's still a coat, it's just a bit of a broken coat. So to put it back, that's just, as I said, it's just, that's not market of the But if you've got a cushion, and all the, all the feathers come out, it's a piece of material now, it's not a cushion. 
And Avanti, that's Makkah B'Kartish. With these Yisoydis, let's go into what the Shulchan Aruch says. Shulchan Aruch, based on the Rambam, who is based on a, actually a, a Tesefta, says, what happens if you've got a shoe and the, strap, the, the shoelaces come out? You can put them back in. Just make sure you don't tie a knot in it or you won't come to tie a knot. Says the Mogin Abram, but if it's a new shoe, then it's forbidden. Right? And who are then, he says, with the, with the Sarabal, but this coat, the case of Tosus. But says the Mogin Abram, but it's actually, I think the Beisiosi brings it to elsewhere, is trousers. To put a belt into your trousers, even if it's, this is the first time you're doing it, that's perfectly motor. Why? Because the belt is not, it's not something you're putting in the belt to become part of the trousers. Because the whole time you put the, to put the belt in, you take it out, you put the belt on a different pair of trousers, you don't have a special belt for each pair of trousers. Not necessarily, at least. So therefore, that's not considered makabapatish. And in Orch Shabbos, they point out, that's why you're allowed to make, make up a bed on Shabbos, to put, uh, you know, the, the duvet cover on the duvet, or, or the, the pillow cover on. Why? Because it's made to put on, you take it off, and you want to wash it. It doesn't, that's not the makabapatish. So the shayla is, what happens if, your shoelace snaps on Shabbos. What are you going to do? So you can't say, oh, I'll take a shoelace from a different shoe. Remember, the other uh, Paskans, like we, we said from the Kedush Oran, you can't take from a different, even though it's already been used in a different shoe, it doesn't help you. So they give an eight, so the Kedush HaShulchan gives an eight, and that is, just make sure you do it in a way that you're going to have to take it out after Shabbos. Then it becomes like the belt. It's not like a Bapatish. How can you do that? So they say, either you only put it through some of the, eye, the, the eyes of the shoe, right, the holes there, or another interesting case is they suggest use a bright pink, a bright red uh, a shoelace on your black shoes. Believe me, you will not be wearing them for longer than you have to. Right? Do it in such a way that it becomes like like the belt. You may say, ah, but there's, maybe there's a terukha involved. But he says, do you remember what the Taz said? What's the problem if there's a terukha? The problem is if there's a terukha, it's like doing it to start with. Well, so what if it's like doing it to start with? I'm allowed to put in a belt for the first time because it's not made there to stay. So as long as it's not made there to stay, who cares whether it's the first time or it's like it's the first time because it's a tenukha. It's going to be mutter either way. Just make sure you do it in a way that you're going to definitely take it out. Another few few examples of, of halakhulamai. So let's say if you've got um, a, a, a necklace which has got pearls on it and it comes untied and all the pearls come off. The better example, would actually be a more interesting example, is with children. They get, you get these sets where they make it and they put their letters on, their names, and etc. And it comes untied and everything comes apart. They want to put it back together on Shabbos. So rather you've got to be careful you don't come to tie it. What's the shayla? The shayla is you may come to tie a knot, in which case you can't do it. Says Rav Shlomo Zalman, who's brought in Shemir Shabbos Gilchos with children's ones, the, the, the Matthias is a little questionable, as I said in the Shir, but um, he says, at least the way he understands it is, that normally the knot that they tie in these children's one is not a kesha shel kayom or It's only durabonon. And therefore, since we're only worried you'll come to tie a knot, which is durabonon, we're not going to make a gazero. Just make sure if you tie it, do it in a way which is not a kesha at all. And we're not going to make a gazero, you may come to do a kesha, which is durabonon. Lemaisa, a person has to be very careful because I asked my wife about this. Very often, it depends on how the children want it. If they, I know with my children, they make these necklaces and they wear them. They wear them until they, I suppose, until they lose them. They're tied properly, they're tied properly because in which case it's a proper kesha kayam, in which case uh, that head would not, would not help. Um, what about blowing up inflatables, like an inflatable beach ball or something like that? So, um, um, 
Dain Vice in Minchas Yitzchok, he says you can't do it. He says, do you know why? There's something Chiddush Arami quoted. Because you're not putting in the same air, which was in there, even if it's not the first time. If it's the first time, you can't do it. But if it's not the first time, it's a problem. Because, even if it's not the first time, it's a problem, because you're, it's not the same air. However, Roshan Zalman, he doesn't agree with this. He says, because, he says, when you're talking about Lohikin, so you say, it's not that feather, it's this feather, it's two different, but he says, air is all the same. You can't say, this package of air, not that, he doesn't see it as different things. And therefore he says, as long as it's not the first time, it is, it is perfectly, um, it's uh, perfectly uh, fine. Um, there is just one thing to be more and that, very, that is very often, they're very hard to blow up, in which case there's Tircha, in which case you'd have that problem. The you, you, you should have that problem. But Tircha is going to be a problem. Uh, blowing up a balloon, again, if it's the first time you'd have a problem anyway, but even if it's not the first time, you'd, you may have a problem because you may come to tie it tie, to a tie a knot, in which case it's Unless you're the sort of person that you never tie a knot, you just do it to let it, you know, uh, go around the room, uh, whoosh around the room, in which case then it would be mutter. Um, but based on the Rabbeinu Parach we brought earlier, I wanted to say that just to, B'derech He'ora, Ba'alvo, that everything should be also. Because the minute you let out the air, it's not a clear at all, it's just a piece of plastic. It's not like putting back in the feathers, because we said if all the feathers come out, we said, it's not only the Rabbeinu Parachi, it could be that something which everyone would agree with. On the other hand, in Arach Shabbos, they, are, they point out a swara the other way around, that everything should be mutter. Why? Because it's like the belt. It's made, and let's say these beach balls, they're made to be blown up, and, and, and to be deflated, inflated, so in which case, in which case, Tircha also shouldn't be a problem, because it's not, that's not Makkah Bapatish. The only thing is, I think there is a little bit of a chiluk between the two, because in the case of the beach ball, as you said, it's ma- um, in the case of the belt, I should say, let's go that way around, the belt, the whole vault is, the belt is not an integral part of the trousers at all. They're made, they put these little loops there, so you can put the belt in, but it, as we said, it's made, you take it out, you put it into a different, into Masha Enkane, the whole vault of a beach ball is, the beach ball is made, that you put the air in to make it into a cleat. The trousers are not made that you need a belt. It's, there is a slight difference. It's very, very darkistic. All I'm saying is that the air with the beach ball, that is the clee. Without the air, it's not a clee at all. So you're going to say, yeah, but it's made to be put in and out. That's just because of convenience. You can package it away. It's not because the whole vault is with the belt, is that the belt, therefore we say, it's not, it's, that's not the mark of the party. It's not part of the clee. It's not part of the trousers. Alright, because you put it in, you take it out, you don't have a belt, especially for that trousers. Masha inking the air, the air is making the clay. Without the air, you don't have a ball. So now you're going to say, yeah, but it's made to deflate. So what if it's made to deflate? That's just to make it convenient so you can package it away. Which is they're not necessarily quite the same. I'm just coming to be more error that there may be some, something, uh, something to think about. But as we said, the most interesting one is, at least for adults, not to blow bubbles on Shabbos. You know, the, these bubbles like with, with soapy or whatever it is. Even though they, they don't have kayoma, uh, they're not shal kayoma, and therefore it's, it's only a chumrah. He says, for children, you can let them do it, no problem. Just don't, you shouldn't ask them to do it. But you don't have to object if they do it. And I saw in, in, uh, in the 39 office of uh, writer Rav Ribiat, he wants to say, who are they to blow bubbles with, with, um, with uh, chewing gum? We said that uh, I'm not convinced of that one because there the 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 uh, the point of the just not makibah partish because 
the point of the chewing gum is not dafka. Yeah, people blow bubble gum. That's not the point of the chewing gum. Chewing gum, I mean, I know some people call it bubble gum, but the mice, it's there to chew. The point of the bubbles, the bubbles are there for you to make into bubbles. So I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced of the of this thing about the chewing gum. It doesn't, I don't think he brings any any uh, for that. It seems it's his own own idea. And so I'm sort of uh, debating debating that point. Continuing on now. Omar Abihud Omar the bottom of Memchas Amad Aleph now. Going back to the, what we had beforehand. If somebody opens up for the first time the base Hatzabor on this piece of cloth on Shabbos, Chayev Chatzos, Chayev Chatzos. As he said, Rashi says, with the Makib Apatish. Right? Take a monoit. Maskev Lor Abkana, Sir Abkana asked on that. He said, Ma Bein Zul and Megul Paschovis, top of Memchas Amad Base. What's the difference between this and the case of Megul Paschovis? What's that? The way Rashi explains it is, you got a Chovis. And you've got a stopper in it, which is sealed closed with, uh, let's say, cement. And we say later on, to cut, take, a, take a sword and chop off the top of the barrel is perfectly mutter. So, Omani Rava, so Rava said, In other words, in the case of the talis, you've got a solid piece of material, you're cutting out a hole. That's Mark of the Patish. Masha Inkin over here, the, the Magufa is not part of the barrel, it's a separate thing, which you've sealed closed. And therefore, even though it is stuck there with cement, it's not considered a chibur, because it's there to be taken out. Um, and that's it. That's the chiluk. So Tosfos asks, but what's going on here? Because Tosfos understands that Rashi must have understood that you're chopping off the the magufa itself. So Tosfos is not. We're talking about you're chopping off the, the barrel, part of the barrel, not the magufa. Well, in which case the barrel is magufa. It's like the case of the beggar. What, what's going on in here? So Tosfos, the 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 rabbi in time gives gives a, a slightly different Maharich, and he says the case of the Magufa is from a different case that Rashi brings from. I'm not, I'm, I'm ready well, well, well over. This is going to be a marathon run, by the way, this this year. I'm just warning already ahead of time. So I'm, I'm going to leave that little part. You can take a look at that part of Tosus yourself. But coming back to Rashi, so what's Pshat and Rashi? So the Ritzvah in Marcus says, and I think the key is in a few words in Rashi and Marcus. Rashi and Marcus uses the following Loshan. He says, with the, with, the, with the case of the Mugufis, it's like it's already open. What does he mean by that? Says that it's for like this. And Father Rashi knows that the Peshat is you're, you're chopping off the barrel, not the Mugufa. But since it's got a Mugufa, it's already, it, it's got a, a, a plank there which I can take out. I don't have to chop off the barrel. So therefore, the chopping off the barrel is not, it's not Makeba Patish. I'm not making an opening to the Kli. The Kli's already got an opening. It's Kipsukha Bermedes. Mashenkin, the beggar, the beggar doesn't have any hole for me to put my head through. So therefore, that's why it's Makkah Mepatish. That's the way the Ritzvah explains Rashi. Lemais, it's, it's a lot, long piece of Ritzvah there. The Ritzvah, he answers another question on Rashi, but then he says, the bottom line is he doesn't like this Peshat for a different reason, because he says he doesn't understand how in the world Rav Kahana who asked, you know, what's the difference between this and, and Mugupat Shabbos, how could he have even thought that you should be muttered to cut a hole in the, in the bag? It's an Isadar, right? So he says, oh, doesn't like it. So he says, rather the Peshat he likes is, there's a Rabbeinu Tam. This part of the Rabbeinu Tam is not actually in, in Tosfus here, but that is that Abad it's already got a hole in the Begad. It's already got a hole in the Begad. But it's normal, what the, what the Uman does is after he makes, finishes with the Begad and he's cut the hole, he, I suppose maybe to keep the shape, until the, 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 the person who buys it actually wears it, they put like, uh, like a few threads across, just to hold, you know, the across the, the, the base at the table. Or maybe they'll even stitch a piece of material around into that place. And that is a problem of Makkah Bapatish. Because even though the Umans already made it into a Kli, yeah, but when he puts the piece of material there, 
The Gemara is basically saying, since it's chibur, it's considered to be part of the kli, part of the of the baguette. Therefore, therefore, since it's part of the baguette, it is um, it's destroyed the kli, and therefore, for you to to make it into a kli again by detaching that piece of material on Shabbos is problematic. That's the short and long of the Rabbi Natam. The actual the way you learn the case of Magufa is slightly different according to them, but that's the, the short and long of it. Fine. The Rambam, however, the Rambam learns it's not because of Makkah Bapati Shetul, it's because of Kareya. And the, the Rambam is basically in, in when, he, when he, he's, he's talking about it in Hilk Shabbos Parakut Yud, he says there's somebody who, who does Kareya, he tears, in order with a dust to stitch up two stitches, that's the career that a person is hired for. But if your career, just to be mafsid, just to destroy it, that's makalkal and a person is potter. And then he gives a couple of examples of a person tears in his anger or because he's an ovel or something like that in order to get gain yeshavadas. That's considered to be positive and therefore he's chayev for it. Masakin, it's not makalkin, he's chayev. And then he finishes off. Says the Minchas Chinuch, it seems that the Rambam, how else can you learn the Gemara? It seems that the Rambam learned the Gemara the way Rashi's learning it. The only thing says the says the Menachas is when it says Hapeseach beSasava b'Shabbos, it doesn't say how much of a tear you make. That's why Rashi's forced to say it's Makkah b'Patish. It can't be Korea because Korea has got a minimum shear. It's got to be Kadei, It's got to be two two stitches. Therefore, that's why we have to learn the Gemara to Makkah b'Patish. Hence, asked from a Gufas What the Rambam is telling us is an extra chiddush is that if the Korea is in order to be Tophet Kadesh State Firos, then there will also be the Malacha of Korea involved as well. That's, that's what he's saying here. The problem we said with it is that, I mean, surely if you're, the Posh Pshat and Rashi is, there's nothing there at all, no tear at all beforehand. So in which case, you're going to be doing uh, a lot more than Kadesh State Tzfiris in order to get your head through. So we said like this, that in terms of why Rashi did not want to learn its Korea, it's based on there's a bit of halacha about it, but just keeping, just to take out the asodas, we said like this, that Rashi and the Raman agree that Korea to be chayef on it, it's got to be Korea Amonos Lesaki. But just debating which, which which is the best way around to go. You know, I'll, I'll go this way around. The Kesem Mishnah brings it's based on a Ritzvah again. He says that Lefi Rashi. Do you know why it's not Korea here? Because it's Korea Shalom and Because you're not planning to stitch it up afterwards. Asher Bikiveiga. He said, I don't understand. Are you telling me that if you're not planning to stitch it up afterwards? That's not Korea. So what about Korea Bachamosa, the case of the Rambam? If a person tears an angle to cool himself down, he's high. It's a Mephorosh Gemara. It's not Amonos Litzvah. But the MS, leave the Kesem Mishnah out of it. It's, it's a Chidosh Yoharamban. The Ramban, I found it in Makkah, says, says the same thing. And if you can take from a Tosfus, in Tosfus it's debatable whether, whether Tosfus really means that. Tosfus on Ein Gimel. But, so we said that this. What seems to be going on is as follows. And even within, although originally I didn't want to say it in the, the Ritzvah itself, or the, the Kesem Mishnah and the Ramban, but I believe this may be Peshat and what they're saying as well. Rashi learns not quite the same as the Rambam. 
The Rambam says it's got to be Kareya Amanos Litzvah. It's got to be, in other words, not Labdafka Litzvah. It's got to be for a productive purpose, not Makalkel. Any act of tearing, says the Rambam, any act of tearing automatically is Kareya. Just if it's destructive, you've got a patur of Makalka. That's the Mashmoros of the Rambam. It's potter because of Makalka, like any Makalka. And therefore, all these cases, even Paseya Paisatabar, it's for a productive purpose, it's Kareya. And if it's productive, it's Masakim, automatically a person is Chayev. Rashi agrees with that as well. But Etzim, Motivani agrees with. The only part he disagrees with is Paseya Paisatabar. Because there, it's not tearing in order to do something productive. Like in order to sew it up like we've done in the Mishkan. Or in order that through that a person will calm down. The case of Kriya Bacham also. The very act of tearing is the Tikkun itself. That's not Kriya. Kriya has got to be destructive in order for something productive to happen. This is not destructive at all. It's only productive. It's in order to make the Beisat Tabo. That's not destructive. In which case, that's not Korea, that's Makkah Bepatish. And it could be, that's what the Kess of Mishnah means as well, and that's what the Kedush Aram means. It's Korea, Shalom Anostit You're not doing it, it's not with the condition to do something productive afterwards. It itself is the productive action. I don't, it's not necessarily the most posh way of learning the Ramban, but because this question, that's what I want to suggest the Ramban and the Kess of Mishnah mean as well. That would explain why Rashi chooses not to learn it as, as Korea. Why the Ram does not learn it as Makabapatish, you could either say that along the lines of the, of the, uh, along the lines of the Menachat Schinner, that he agrees that yes, there is Makabapatish as well, but he brings it into dialogue of Korea because that's what he's talking about there, and he's coming at a full cape from Rashi, he's saying there is Korea this as well. You could say that. Another possibility we suggested is it could be that the Ram learns there's no Makabapatish, and this would really explain all the cases we've had until now. And that would be for the following reason. And that would explain why if you, in the case where you make a cushion, we said, the Raman says, why can't you put the feathers in for the first time? Could you make come to sew it up? Why, didn't he, why didn't, doesn't he say because of Makkah So we brought sort of quite a few Mara Makomis to show this. It could be the Raman Shitta is, Makkah is not the final hammer blow which makes the Kli. Makkah is when you, when you got a Kli, the final hammer blow to make it into, to be Miyapeh the Kli, to make it look nice and how you'd sell it. That's the mark of a partish. When you put the, 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 uh, the feathers into the, into, the, um, into the cushion, that's making the kli. That's not mark of a partish. It could be it's boner. Again, without going into all the things of boner, so even though we see there's, bone, there's no binion of steel of a canaan, but we said the last bit is because why is there no binion of steel of a canaan? The it is because the canaan is not a double choshel. When you become a a double choshel. But it could be the last action which makes the Kli, that's a Choshua action of Boina, and that's why the Ramam Shitta is that there is Boina, at least in that last bit. Again, without going into all the halachs of Boina and Sosa right now. But it's not Makibapatish. And therefore, by the same token, when you, when you're Perseya Pesat Sabor, that's making the Kli. That's the making of the Kli. That can't be Makibapatish. What could it be? It's not Boina, it's not Sosa. What is it? It's Korea. That's the Ramam Shitta. It's Korea. That's the making of the Kli. As far as he's concerned, even though it's all in one. How the Ram would then, would then learn the question of Mughal Asakhon, this is a separate thing. And that, I think, some acronym, some abortion want to explain. If the Ram holds there's no mark of Patish, what's the question from Mughal Asakhon? But that, that, that we, didn't really, we didn't really go into. That's just an overall picture to understand the, the, the Makhlaikis Rashi and the, the, um, and the, the um, Ramah. But coming back to Halakhon 
If you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, you'll find the Machabe Paskins with the remorse. Ad- addition there, he Paskins like, like Rashi Ayis Machabe Paskins, but like the Rabbeinu Tam. I.e., that even if the Uman already opened it, he made the base outside, and then he put back a piece of material, stitched it closed, for you to open it would be, would be Makkah Bapatish. And the Gon says, don't think that Rashi disagrees with this. Because if you look at Rashi, Rashi says here, on Dibar Maskan Mugufa, Rashi says the only reason why Mugufa is Muta is, muta is because Eina Choshub Chibur Shari Le Notel because it's there to be taken out. Mashmah, if it's not Le Notel then even though it was already made in Turkey and you blocked it up again, that would, that would be Makkah Bapatish. So therefore, says the Gon, in the case of the, the Beged, he obviously understands that's not Linot Elamedes. It seems the Gon understands because Linot Elamedes means it's made to be open and closed. Right? Whereas that's not the case with the Beged. The Beged is, yeah, when you're ready, you buy it, you'll take it out and make it into a Kli. You won't be putting it in and out the whole time. And therefore, he's, the Gon takes on that even Rashi would agree that this is a problem of Makkah So... That being the case, for example, if you've got, um, you know, when you buy a suit, you buy a jacket, so it's got the, 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 the pockets are still stitched closed, for you to take that out, even according to Rashi, even though it was already made into a pocket and then they sewed it up, even according to Rashi, that would be, that would, that would be problematic. The Mishnah Brura brings, he brings Yam uh, Shoshana, that's the Marashal, who says that, um, however, everyone would agree that one thing which is, which is, um, which is definitely muta, is if you've got on your coat, you've got some, you know, straps, whatever, and they get entire, they get tied up. There's no problem to, to untangle them. That, that, that's not a problem, right? To untie them is no problem. And the question is, why? What's, what's the chiluk? So we said it seems, seems to me at least, that the shout is like this. It's based on the way, it's already, it's a Morgan Abraham and the way the Mishnah Bura explains it, but the way we touched it up is the following. That, in the case of the talis, the uman made the beisat and then the uman sewed it up closed. The job of an uman is to make and break kalim. So therefore, anything the uman does, when he sews it up closed, he's now made it oiskli. And when you buy it and you untie it, you're making it oiskli. Masha'in came if, when I'm using my coat, oh, it gets tangled up, etc., and I untangled it, that's not makkah for me to untangle it. Because similar to what we said with the feathers, that is, that's my sahedya, borrowing the lotion of the, of the Me'iri. That's part of the tashmish, that's part of the way you use your coat. That's not makin patch, that's not the breaking and the making of the kli. With that in mind, we talked about, so what happens if on Shabbos you'll sit this, the, the strings get tangled up. So, um, what's the problem? Because there are shittas which say you can't wear the sitzes sit, sit like that, they're very entangled with these, because then it becomes like the whole thing is psil. So, um, so there are those who want to say it's, it, it makes it, Bessin Abishol wants to say it based on a stereo in the Benish Chai, which they point out it's not much like this in the Benish Chai, but he wants to say that it depends on whether it's very entangled or it's just a little bit entangled, you just run your fingers through it. But the ones who say you can't do it on Shabbos is, it's a Ginas Frog in Gan he says that you can't do it, and it's brought by the Chido. So I found this a little hard to understand, because Bishlam, the first time you get it, if it's tangled, fine. So the person who put it together, he's the Uman. And you're untangling it, that's making it sticky, I can understand. But if they become entangled as is normal as you use them, so that's, that's part of the Tashmish based on what we've said. Well, why is that any different to the case of the Marashal? So I looked up the Ginas Farodim, and Baruch Hashem, if you look at the Ginas Farodim inside, the Gamma his Loshan is, we, we, we went through the Loshan, I'm not going through the whole thing again, but he says, and he repeats that with another case, 
it's because when they were knotted the first time, they got entangled. And I found the Yalkut Yosef, that's the son of Rebavadiyah, Rebavadiyah Yosef, he says the same thing. From there, it sounds like it's only if it got entangled the first time. The Maimon Mordechai is also making it, he says he untangles it, and therefore, Ilulei de Mistafina, I would have said that there's no problem to do it on Shabbos time to, to untangle it. Nonetheless, it's definitely better to do it before Shabbos. Uh, as the Kafachaim writes, he brings Deus Lukana Lukana, he says Shevan Tasod. No, it's a Machlik, it's because they are placed in who am I to be Machria, and therefore, although that's what I would have said, but better, definitely try and do it before Shabbos. Um, in the Hagoyes Mordechai, he brings a Machlekes. We've talked about a Kesha, right? If you've got a, you've tied something, you made a knot, so there's a difference whether it's Shokayomo or in a Shokayomo. He brings a Machlekes when that applies to Tzfira as well, something which is stitched, closed. And he says, because there's one shitter there, which says that something which is stitched, there's no, there's no chilek with stitching. Stitching is also to unstitch. It's not like kosher. And this Machlekes is brought in the Ramor, and the um, MS from the Ritzvah, it's also it's already mashma a little bit like that. Other Roshonim, uh, I think the, the Rambam, is, his son quotes the Rambam, Rabbi Avram and Rambam quotes his father like this as well. The only thing is there from the Ritzvah as it happens, the Ritzvah already quoted, that's Makkah Patish. It's not the, here, with, with undoing the stitches, the Mishabura says it's a question of Korea. It's not quite the same as it happens, but um, this Makhlech's Al-Koponim is brought in the Ramah. So, um, as I said, not because of Makkah Patish, it's because of Korea. So based on that, a few halachs come out. Let's say a person buys uh, socks, and they're, you know, very often they've got like a thread going through them to keep them all together. So says, which name is Ahmed already, there's no problem to take that thread out, to snap it. The reason being, because Avad and Chatzchiri should do it before Shabbos. It's always the best thing to do. But if you didn't do it before Shabbos, if you can untie it, that's definitely the best thing to do. Because going back to where we started, it was added afterwards, it was added afterwards, and therefore, although the Taz is Mahme, if it's been there for more than a day, that knot, Lemaisa, the Mishnabura seems to be Machria, that you can untie it, and therefore, that's what you should do. However, if you can't untie it, the next best thing to do is to snap it. Now, why do we not want to snap it, the reason is because like this, once you come to snapping it, that's basically you're taking a stitch then, it's basically something which can't be untied, it's more like a stitch, in which case then you get into this major machalikas. And even the, the, the makilin who say a stitch as well, now you can, you can untie it if it's not to lakayoma, they say you shouldn't do it in front of an amor So you see, it's something which we don't really want to be matzah so easily. So the kitza, that's why that's the order. The best thing to do is to untie it, and then if you can't do that, you can snap it. Why is there no makin partish for this? The terret is, because the socks are already, they're perfectly usable. Right, there are these, uh, I think Renaissance Carriers holds not like this, but Rishnam Zalman definitely holds and it's brought in Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa, perfectly fine because the socks are useful Kalian. There's like a, there's an ik of Scottish, there's something on the side which is stopping it, there's a thread in the way, but that, that, that's not Makkah Bapatish. There's nothing within the Kli itself which is, which is, uh, which is stopping me. So if you've got a price tag, same, same idea. Um, when it comes to separating, you know, you buy these yogurts and they come in packs of four or six, or, to separate those, there's a big machlokes there. Some hold there's korea in it, some hold there's not, because, for example, some hold there's korea because, Yashiv holds there's korea because you're, you're snapping in a very uh, exact, sorry, machatif, not korea, machatif, because you're cutting in a very exact line. Rishnah Mazama says you couldn't care less. They just done it to make it easy. You couldn't care less if it's a straight line or not. He's also worried about, about Makhiva Patish, uh, because now you're making it into the way it's supposed to be made. 
Whereas, once again, to that, Rav Shlomo says, that's not Makkah the Partish, because he says, it's, it's already, uh, it's sort of, it's like the socks, which are, which are stuck together. He says, it, it, it's, 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 he brings the case of the, of the, uh, the beggars. Right? Um, oh, sorry, like, 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 like the, uh, like the socks. It's already, it's a clean, which is, which is stuck to something else. He says, so to it, the fact that it wasn't, it's never been unstuck before, and he says, that, that, that isn't, that's not Makkah the Partish. What, what the, the, sort of the first thing which came to mind is it shouldn't be marked over past because it's perfectly usable. You don't have to detach it from one another in order to be able to eat your to eat your yogurt. Just take off the top and eat it. That's what Rishmuel Vosna actually argues. She says not marked past. She's worried about machatif. Bikitsu, you've got <laughs> you've got. A, uh, we're not really talking about machatif. I'm just thinking with the marked over past. Laniest that it's very very difficult. It's each got very strong uh, swallows. I would personally I would be noted to be more makeup, but you've got good idea. I suppose can. I suppose if you if you. If you can avoid it, I suppose avoid snapping it if you want to be uh, want to be marking that. Difficult to be marking on that one. Um, one last point is um, bottle tops. Bottle tops. So it's like this. Again, I'm not dealing with with any other shot. I'm dealing just with our thing here, which is I'm not dealing with the makatech and, and makalka. I'm just dealing with the, simply the thing of makalka partish. What's the shayla? Because let's take a metal the metal bottle tops. What they do is they take. I, said, I think I said in the shit it was like a sheet of metal and they squash it over. It seems it is actually, it's like already it's shaped in a cone, not a, like a, a round, you know, half cylinder or whatever. And you put it on top and then the machine comes and sort of squashes it to take the shape of the top of the bottle. Then they make like a little serrated thing in where, where that ring is going to join it. So the vortex at this point is no, it's not used well as a clear. You can't screw it on and off because it's stopped by the ring. So, um, so yeah. So to untie it, to, to break that thing, that makes it into a cleave. That's a problem, and um, and that, that that's that's a problem of, of Makeva Patish. The shayla is what about on the plastic ones? Because the plastic ones were they originally made as a screw screw on thing, and then they attach it to this ring afterwards. So Yish Makidim, Yish Machmirim. Shlomo Zalman talks about something, but it's not, it's not absolutely clear how these have exactly the same ones as we've got. The classic head they want to say is based on Al Gomorrah, is they want to say it's like the Mugul it was already separate. But the truth is, based on what we've said till now, I'll be honest with you, I find it difficult. Because in the factory, the base of Uman, the Uman made it in Tekli. The Uman was the one who basically stuck a piece of material in there to destroy the Kli. And Bedavka, Bedavka, so it should not be used as an opening and closing to show that it has not been opened. That's the point of the ring there. And therefore, like, I find it hard to, to, to see why, why that's not Marco Apartish. Um, as, as I said, I'd be making on this sitis. I'd be Marco personally for the time being. Maybe as things progress, maybe we'd uh, sort of see otherwise. But uh, I'd find it hard to be making on that. And the problem, by the way, is when it comes to the plastic ones, it's much harder because with the with the with the with the metal ones, you can poke a hole in the top. Just be careful of the writing. Most most are not worried about uh, about uh, mechanical there because it's not yet a clear at that point anyway. The kits are most are, are all right with that, and that seems to be the men are going on. Just make sure the hole goes all the way through. And then the chalad is, if you want to use it to pour out the wine there, that's definitely fine. But with the plastic ones, let's say the coke bottles, they're too thick. You can't get a hole in that. So that's much more problematic. People in the shir raise the, the thing, if you could prize it off, that was the whole thing in one piece. And it happens if one could prize it off in one piece, um, I would even, depending on the situation, 
if once you prize it off, it would then be, you'd be able to, you'd actually be able to use it as a kli, then I, I think I could find a, um, um, in other words, to use it as a lid, let's put it on and off, with, I think, I'm not sure about this, but I think, based on a chazan-ish, I think there would be a tzad to be, to be mate, even to snap it then. To, I'll explain to you very briefly what, 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 what my thing is. When this Yam Shoshlomi came along, and the Yam Shoshlomi, right, he says that in the case of the coat, so if the, 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 the straps whatever, get tied up, you can untie them, and the obvious question is, and he said, everyone agrees with that, why is that any different to the case that the Rabbi Yeruch and the Ramaz talking about, which is where you've got the, the, the case of the base Hatzab, and you put a piece of material on there, and then you untie it, what's the difference? So the Chazan, we've already given a shot, it depends on whether it's the Uman, or whether it's the, the Derech Tashmish, but the Chazan Ish wants to learn differently. And the problem is that the reason why I didn't go with this is because it doesn't say it at all there. But the Chazanish, he sort of surmises the, the, the following. He wants to suggest that the case that the, that the, the, we've been talking about with the base Hasala, etc., is there's no way of untying it. You have to destroy it. So you have to, so that's Machiba Partish. Machiba in the case of the, of the, of the coat, you could. If you work hard at it, you'd be able to untie it. So therefore, it's, it's not mamish that the clear has been destroyed. Therefore, you can snap it as well. So if that's the case, if there's a way of me sort of prizing this lid off, you could say, Etzem, it's already, it's already usable. I just have to, you have to work at it to, to if you want. Maybe, maybe I, even that I'm not absolutely convinced. I don't know right now whether, it, you could argue possibly it's, that that's the sort of thing. In which case then you could possibly be able to, to unscrew it. It's something, it's something which occurred to me, I don't know, I'm not absolutely sure about it. It's something which is, has a possibility. But again, it may depend on the different bottles, because I'm not convinced you could do that on all bottles. There are tucker, like Volvic bottles, or maybe not Volvic, some of them where they have a very soft lid, although I'm not sure they've got a ring there, that may be possible. There are some which you can do that. I'll tell you where, where it would be very applicable, is you get these like these plastic uh, things that they have, I don't know, like egg in it, or uh, something like that, you know, dips. And often what they have is, or oh, it can be uh, um, tins with biscuits and things like that, and often what they have is, you normally just take off the lid, but they have a little flap, a tiny little piece of plastic there, which is where you're supposed to put your finger in, and the fl- you have to first break off this little bit of plastic, and then you can get in. There, so is that Marco Bapatish? Because I can't... The first thing is, it's that piece is not attached to the lid at all. So in which case, the lid is a workable lid anyway. It's more like the, if you want, the, the, the socks or whatever, which Roshon and Zalman said, the, the socks are perfectly good canine. Right? So in which case, it's just an ikov. So I don't think, again, I'm not talking about any other lot, I'm talking about the mark of a patish, I don't believe that's mark of a patish taken off anyway. But even without that, what occurs to me is this chazan ish, there's definitely, I know this is definitely the case, you can put a knife underneath and prize it open. Not, not even prize it, it comes off. You, you can do it without, you just can't get your finger in, that's perfectly, in which case, based on that chazan ish, it's another reason. As I said, even without that, I don't think there should be a problem because, because, because of, because of, because of, as, as I've just explained, because it's not attached to it in any way. As far as I'm aware, I don't think it's attached. I think it's just in the way. Again, one may have, I'm not talking about any other locks. Whether there's any other locks, that, that, that we're not, uh, not dealing with. Now, we head into the, I'd say finally, the last, but it's quite a lengthy sugi of Tumantar. I did warn this is going to be a marathon share. What can I do? Says the Gemara, by the way, for anyone who's, we did not do this in one week. This is over, over, this is more than two weeks of, uh, shiurim. It's, um, trying to condense and to make it as condensed as possible. We are, Memches on the base now, we are two lines down. 
He said, Tanan, we've learned in a Mishnah, Shlal Shal Kaipsin, um, it's a Mishnah in Uksin, if you've got, the standard thing is if you give your clothes in to the laundrette to wash, they would string them all together. The idea being, because then you don't end up losing socks, because the small Kaipsin are all attached. And you've got this, Vishal Shalesh Shemartefis, those words most take out. Literally, it's a chain of, of, of uh, keys on there. But we're not going to deal with that, most take that out. Vahabeged Shutofu Bikidai. And a beged, which is uh, stitched with kidai. In other words, you've got two pieces of wool, and you've stitched them together with a, with a piece of linen. The idea being that, both in the case of Shlal Shalkosin and the Begad Shutofu Bikidai, it's omen, you're going to be taking it apart. If you want to be able to wear your clothes, and in the case of Kilai, you won't be able to wear it. And so to Shlal Shalkosin, you can't wear a sock when you've got all the, other, all the other clothes attached to it. We say, nonetheless, despite the fact that it's going to be taken apart, Chibur Tuma. It's a chibur What chibur means is the following. If, let's say, a sheretz touches one sock, all the socks, or all the clothes there, become a rishon Because otherwise, this sock should become a rishon and none of them would become tome, because kalim don't become tome from a rishon That's what it means, chibur And it remains a chibur even after you finish washing, you finish washing them, you've got to do a maiser, because remember, Maiser, Maitimiyag Maiser. So to remove the, that Chibur of Tumor, you've got to start untying it. Even though you haven't completely untied it, you've just started, that's already the point at which they lose this Chibur of Tumor. Right? Because they are Omilatoros, so it's enough. When you start doing the Maiser, that, that first Maiser is enough. Al Kopon, what do we see from this? Almost we see. Shalobish Asmalach and Ami Chibur. They even Shalobish Asmalach, even when you finish doing the Malach, you finish washing them, it's still considered a Chibur. Well, in a minute, but I've got a steel we've learned. If a person takes a, a stick, so stand the stick, you can take any stick. A stick is not a kabbal because it's shote create. And he uses it, he sticks it into the hand, makes it as a handle for the axe. At the time when you're actually chopping with it, it's a chibur for tumah. And therefore the wood can become tomi and it can make the axe tomi bright if something touches the wood. It's chibur for tumah. Implying, Bishas Malacha in, Bishas Malacha, yes, it's a Chibur Latuma, Shalai Bishas Malacha, loy, but Shalai Bishas Malacha, it's not a Chibur Latuma. What's the difference? So Amalisi said to him, Hosam over there, Shalai Bishas Malacha, Odomosi, Lazoka, Lebeno, Eitan. The minute you finish chopping, what do you think? Right, I finished chopping for the day. Your das is, right, I don't need this piece of wood, because it's, it's, it's not a specific piece of wood. You chuck it in amongst the other piece of Eitan, so it's already as good as, it's not really a Chibur. Whereas, even though you finish washing your clothes, until the person is actually ready to wear the clothes, he's very happy for them to stay strung together. Why? Uh, because if they become dirty again, you can just dunk, dunk them all in again and you don't have to start stringing them together again. That's why, even they remain a chibur for tumor. Says Toysus, that even though it's a chibur tumor, even in the case of Shalal Shalkevsin, but it's only a Chibbala Tumah, but it's Mufurish and a Mishnah Impara, and so is probably Maduric here as well. It's only a Chibbala Tumah, not a Chibbala Hazor. In other words, let, let's say you have to be matired with, with Hazor, it's touched by a mace or something, then you have to do it on each beggar separately. That's, that says Tosus. And um, the Ramam writes the same, but the Ramam gives a reason for it, why it's not a Chibbala Hazor. Tosus later on is going to say a different reason, but the Ramam says... The reason why it's, uh, it's, it's not a Chibur Lazar is because you're planning to take it to untie it. 
The Chiddush HaRan, the Mechos and HaRan doesn't like that reason, and we'll soon see, as it's Hashem, why he doesn't like what the Ram just wrote. Let's continue on in the Gemara. The next thing we're about to say, in Surah, they taught it in the name of Rav Chista, and they taught it in the name of Rav Kana, but Rav Kana, in the name of Rav. What was that? Mantana ha milsa. Mantana ha milsa de Omer Rabban. Who is the Tana who taught this thing that the Rabbanon said? Kolam ha-chubar lo harihu kamayu. Then anything which is connected to something, it's got the same thing. It's chibar in other words. Says Rashi, what case are we talking about? The case of Shalal Shal Kavsin. No, we're talking about that case. Says Tosfos, yeah, absolutely correct. Says Ritzvah, absolutely correct. Lafukay from the Ramban. The Ramban says it's also going on the case of Yad Kurdah. Says the says Ritzvah, no, it's not. And says in fact, says Tosfos already, no, it's not. Let's continue on in the Gemara a little bit. See why not? Because who is it? So Rabbi Yudam Rab Rabbi Mehi is Rabbi Meir. This number because we learnt in the Mishnah. These are various little compartments of a kira. Beisapach is where you put oil in order for it to take off the chill. Beisatavlin is where you put spices. Beisaner is where you put a ner. Okay. Shibakira which ain't a kira. Metamin b'mago, ve'imetamin ba'avir. What this means to say is the following: If the they are a chibur l'tuma, and it's made of cheres, and cheres is makabal tumor, and in fact transfers tumor from the airspace. So if, let's say, uh, a sheret, for example, falls in to the, comes into the airspace of the, of the oven, where this oven based apart, only that chamber will become tommy, not any others. But if it goes inside and it touches the, one of the surfaces, then the tumor, the schibur, and it makes all the chambers become tommy. That's the way Rashi learns it. So, that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, no, there's no chibur whatsoever. So, Bishnamara Rabbi Shimon says, well, that's fine according to Rabbi Shimon, because he'll say, there's no chibur. The base apart, the base tabin, they're not, they're not, they're not part of the kira. El Rabbi Meir, but according to Rabbi Meir, memonoshok. Ike kira domu, if the other chambers are like the kira, then I'll feel about Avir Navi Tamin. Then even if the, even if the, the sherets, let's say, goes into the airspace, just the airspace in one of the chambers, everything should become tommy, because there's chibur. And ilav ki kira domi, if you want to say, no, because it's not part of the kira, then I feel a b'maka nami ready tamad. And even if the sherat touches the surface, the inside surface of one of the chambers, then the other part shouldn't become tommy. So the Gemara says, lo elom, lav ki kira domi, must be really, they're not part of the kira. But there I say, there's no chibur. But rabon onu the gods, rubuhu, it's just rabon onu the gods on them. So, if so, he gods rubuhu, if they were gods on them, I feel a b'maka nami ready tamad, then he goes all the way. So the Gemara no. Of the Buhur Rabbanon, okay, the Rabbanon wants to make a hacker, Kiyich, did it also get a mitzvah for the Tzumah B'Kadoshin. Because when the Tzumah goes into the Avir and we say to him, only that chamber becomes Tome, the person will say, why? But I thought there's a Chibur. Must be it's only a, it's only a Chibur to Rabbanon, and therefore he'll know that if, if that Tzumah which came about through the Chibur to Rabbanon ultimately was Matami Tzumah Kodshin, it's only a Tzumah to Rabbanon, and therefore you, you, you don't eat it, but you don't burn them either. That's the idea of making a hack. Al Kaponim, what you see from this is the Rabbi Meir holds that these sort of things they become a chibur drabon, and therefore so too with Shal Shal Kaibsin, although it's not a chibur deraisa, as we'll discuss soon, that's Shem White's not a chibur deraisa, but a chibur drabon, and it is according to Rabbi Meir. When it comes to, it comes to Yad Kordon, that could be different, says Tosfos and Rashi and the Ritzvah.
there even Rabbi Shimon may agree that it's, there's a chibur. Because there they need each other. The kurdum needs the yard, needs the piece of wood, otherwise you won't have a handle. Masha'in Cain. In other words, it's, it's not, it's not a, a usable axe without the handle and the, the metal parts. Masha'in Cain, in the case of the, of the, the begotten, they're all begotten in their own right. So too in the case of the, of the oven, same thing. Oh. Now, says Tosfos, says Tosfos, you may be wondering why in the case of Shlal Shalkovsin, where's the hekka there? Says Tosfos, no problem. The hekka is because there's no chibur pahazor. Why is there no chibur pahazor? Must be because it's only a chibur derabbanon. Um, when it comes to um, the base hapach, however, the fact that there's no chibur pahazor, that's not a hekka because hazor is not shaykh for something which is made of cheres. That's why we have to have a different hekka, which is only chibur uh, for avir and uh, for mago and not for avir. Fine. Says the Chiddush Aran, when I say the Chiddush Aran now, I'm talking about the Miyuchosim Aran. He says, this is why I don't like what the, Ram, the Rambam said. The Rambam said the reason why Shlal Shal Kovsin is not a Chibur Lahazoi is because it's Oymin Torah. Because they're going to be taken apart. Mashmab, if they wouldn't be taken apart, it would be a Chibur Lahazoi, right? It's only because they're coming apart. But he says, well, what about the case here? The case of the, the base hapat, the base hapat, etc. Are they going to be taken apart? No. So you see, even though they're not going to be taken apart, they're not considered a chibur de'oraisa, in other words. Obviously, that's not shayach hazol. But the vort is the fact they're not going to be taken apart doesn't automatically mean, oh, now it's a chibur. So therefore, with the shalal shal kotin, don't tell me because they're going to be taken apart. Even if they wouldn't be taken apart, that doesn't automatically make it into a chibur. That's what the Chidushi Haran asks on the Rambam. So we actually answered this kasha in a few ways. Now, as we've explained it, in other words, as Rashi, Rashi explains it, it makes no difference in the case of the base hapach whether the sheretz or whatever it is went into the the kira chamber or to the other chambers. If it touched one of the surfaces, everything becomes tommy. That's what's Mavur and Rashi. Mavur Azai in, in, in other Rashaim as well. However, the Ramam in Pirisha Mishnayas and Yal Chazoka, it's Mavur not like that. It's Mavur only if the tumor goes into the kira, into the, the, the main chamber, not the other way around. Says the Mishnah Akharayna, he says the Ramam is correct. I can prove the Ramam is correct. Because he says, There's a Mishnah earlier on in Kaden, in Perak Base, Mishnah Zion, with a base hatavlin, which is basically you've got a uh, kamorin, it's, it's basically it's a, uh, like a big dish, and you s- section it off to make, let's say, four or five, or however many different sections. You can put different tablin in, in each section. And over there, it says over there there's no chibur for tumor. And Rabbi Meir is not cholik. So why in the case of base hatavlin does Rabbi Meir, uh, why over there does Rabbi Meir argue and say there is chibur? He says it must be because, in the case of the Kira, why is there Chibur? The answer is because the Kira is the main part. So therefore I can say all the other parts are Tophel. They're just subsidiary. And therefore if the Tumor goes into the main part, all the others become Tome. But not the other way around. Masha Eikin, when you're talking about the Mishnah earlier, where they're, they're all equal parts, so none of them are Tophel to the others. So therefore, if the Tumor goes into one, into one, uh, into one Kli, 
as far as the other one's concerned, it's a separate kli, and it's touching the outside of the, even if it touches the wall, but it's touching the outside of the kli, the outside of its section. So that must be the board. Whereas according to Rashi, it's schwer. If it's not working through Iker and Tophel, so what's the difference between the two cases? He leaves it sorokhi. So we wanted to suggest the following answer. And that is like this. Then if you take a look at Rashi, you'll see that Rashi learns the Beis HaPak, Beis HaTavim, Beis HaNer, etc. They are Pshat Yuharakiro. And then the, the Uman, he makes these little compartments and he attaches it to the Kiro. He attaches it on. And the Ritzvah says that must be Pshat, because otherwise what's the, 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 the link to the case of Shalash Shal Kaisin? Right? Must be. The Chidushi Aran, but the Mechosim Aran, he says no. He says that's not Pshat. The Chiddush Aran, he actually explains the whole Mahalik of the Gemara. He says it's still, it's, it's a good ride to the case of Shalal Shal Kavsin, because he says that the case of the Kira is where it's Mamash is one big, big uh, Kira and you just cordon off, you put in a couple of little Mechitzas to make the base Hapach, etc. And therefore what the Gemara is saying is that this, the Mahalik of the Gemara goes like this, that the, the case of Shalal Shal Kavsin is really like a Kavah if already in the case of, or, you know, if already in the case of the Beis HaPach, where it's Mamash Mechubah, it's Mamash Mechubah, right from the start. Yeah? And even so, Rabbi Shimon says, I don't care if it's Mamash Mechubah. Since they are separate things, therefore there's no Chibah for Tumor. Then Kold Shekin, in the case of Shal Shal Kavsin, he wouldn't allow that, he would say there's definitely, because there, then Mamash, there's no Chibah at all there. There's no Chibah even. In other words, the, the Chiddush Aran learns it's not, a, it's not a question of Chibur here. It's not a question of Chibur. It's a question of looking at the separate Canaan. Where he says, according to Rabbi Meir, no, at least Rabbi Meir would fit. Because we could say, even though it's not quite the same case, but Rabbi Meir, once we see in the case of Beis HaPach, then maybe he would extend it to the case of Shal Shal Kavsin as well. Even though the, the case of Beis HaPach is Mamash. Actually, it's one clip. That's what the Miyachosim Aran says. The Miyachosim Aran, he learns it's Mamash. It's one clip which is partitioned off. But Rashi... And the Ritzvah, they learn no. It's, the Kira was its own clear, and then you added on the other things, the Beis HaPach. So if that's the case, it's Poshut. Do you know what the answer is? In the case in Perek Beis, we're talking about you had one Kli, and you made partitions. That's Luchadis, that's the way you made it. So there, there you're doing an act of Pirut. You actually are dividing off, that's an action of breaking up the Kli, making it into separate sections. So therefore, even Rabbi Meir agrees there's no Chibur, because you're doing the opposite of Chibur, you're doing Pirot. Masha'en Kain, in the case over here, Rashi will say, do you know why Rabbi Meir argues? In, in, in response to the question of the Mishnah Acharena? Because here you're joining Kainim together. It's an act of Chibur. So therefore, Rabbi Meir says, in this, in this case, there's Chibur Midrabonon. That's the answer. But the Rambam, I could say, you know what I'll say according to the Rambam? I could say that the Rambam learns like the Miyachosim Lahoran, i.e. Yeah. I.e. That the Kira, it, it was one big Kli which you partitioned off. So in which case, that's exactly like the case in Mishnah in Perek Base. Both cases you're making partitions. So what's the Chiluk? Must be like the Mishnah Karona said. That it's a vault of Iker and Tafel. 
which one is the Ikah and which one's the Tophel. So in which case the Rambam is forced, like the Mishnah Parina said, to learn that it's only if the Tumor goes into the main part, into the Kiro, then there's Chibur for the, if it touches the walls, in other words, then there's Chibur for the, for the other Kedem, but not vice versa. So again, let me just stress this one more time. That according to Rashi, Rashi learns that the, the Chibur between two is nothing to do with Ikah and Tophel. In the case in Perak base of Kalim, their Peshat is you're doing an act of period, you're making partitions. Therefore, Rabbi says, of course there's no Chibur. Masha'ekin over here, nothing to do with Ikan Tafel. It doesn't matter whether the Tumor goes into the base Hapak or it goes into the into the Kiro. You're joining them together, therefore there's Chibur with the Rabbonon. Masha'ekin, the Rambam, the Rambam will learn like the Bichot and Laharan. The Peshat is both cases you're making partitions. So what's the Chiluk? Must be Ikan Tafel. So if it's Ikan Tafel, it'll only transfer the Tumor if it goes into the Kiro. That's why the Rambam learns like that. And this, once that's the case, we can now answer the question of the Ram, Michosun Ram, on the Rambam. What did the Rambam say? He said, in the case of the, of the Shlal Shalkosin, do you know why there's no Chibur Fazor? Because it's only the Hatorah. Because it's going to be taken apart. Says the, says the Ram. Says Michosun Ram. And if they wouldn't be taken apart, then we are proper Chibur? Then why not in the case of Beis Hapach? The Territ is Poshat now. Because in the case of Beis HaPach, you're doing an act of division. If the Ram holds like Mechos and Laran, you're making partitions. So of course there's no, it's not a proper Chibur. The whole Chibur is only a Chibur Drabonon. It works through Ikan Tafel, whatever it is. Masha Enkin, in the case of Shlal Shal Kavsin, there you're taking the clothes and you're joining them together. So on the contrary, if you're joining them together, like the Ram says in the previous Halacha there, in Allah hey there, he says that when you're joining them together, they become mamish like one beggar, it's a chibur da'iraisa. It's a chibur fatuma, it's a chibur fazor. So why in the case of Shlal Shal Kosin is it not? You're joining, it's an act of chibur. The tenet is because ultimately you're going to be taking them apart. Since ultimately you're going to be taking them apart, so therefore it's not a chibur fazor. But Enochanami, if you wouldn't be taking them apart, any act of chibur like that, not partitioning, chibur is a proper chibur. And therefore, Baruch Hashem, I think it's a beautiful answer to answer the question of the Iran and to answer the, the, the Mishnah Chorinah's question on Rashi. A beautiful Yusayit. The Gemara then continues on. We're going to come back to this question again, Baruch Hashem, soon. The Gemara continues on. Um, Tana Rabban has been taught in a Brisa. Mispaira Shal If you've got scissors, which are made up of parts, and other blades, which can be taken apart, the Zemel shoulder hit me, and like uh, the, the, the 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 metal part, the, the knife literally of the of a plane. Okay, again, it's made up of two parts. You have the handle, you have the, the actual smoothing smooth, smoothing part. It's not a chibur hazor. In other words, if the tumor goes onto one part, both parts become tummy together. But if you want to do hazor, right, let's say from tumas mace, then you have to do it on each part separately. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Monofshach. Either way. Ichiburhu, if it's a chibur, then afinu l'azor nami. It should be a chibur even for azor. And he loved chibur, if it's not a chibur, afinu l'azor nami. It shouldn't even be a chibur for tumor. How can you have a half-half? So my Rav answered, Rav, I'm not telling you, you shouldn't have minat teru b'shas malacha chibur b'in l'tumor b'in azor. It's a chibur minat teru b'in b'shas malacha, sorry, b'shas malacha. When you're actually doing the work with it, it's a chibur b'in l'tumor b'in azor. The Shalovish Asmanach, when you're not doing the work with it, ain't a chibber, it's not a chibber, no, the Tumma Vedazo, it's not a chibber at all, not for Tumma, not for Azo. Told them then Tesamadala, the gods of Rabbon and Novos, the Rabbon came along, they were going there, Al Tumma Shalovish Asmanacho, Al Tumma Shalovish Asmanacho, Mishum Tumma Shalovish Asmanacho. 
because of Tumashe Bishas Malacha. They were worried that if they would say there's no Chibosh, like Bishas Malacha, people would think that the same thing applies to Bishas Malacha. And they didn't allow Hazor, which should work, also because you may come to do the Hazor when you're not doing the work anymore. So the Kitza, they took on the Chumrah in both. That's the, that's the end of the Gemara. So, asks Tosfus, why suddenly over here does the Gemara have this question? Why not in the case of Shlal Shalkovsen? In the case of Shlal Shalkovsen, we could have also asked the question, is it a Chibur or is it not a Chibur? Yeah? In the case of Shalashkis, why? Why don't we ask the question over there? And why don't we give the same answer over here? There it's a Tumad Rabbanon, right? So why, don't we, why over here do we have to say it's derisive? Just say it's derabonon. So I'll tell you why. Because in the case of Shalashkis, it's poshit to me that it's derabonon. Do you know why it's derabonon? The reason is because the case of Shalashkis, they're each a beggar in their own right. So too in the case of Beis HaPach, Beis HaTavlin, they're all Kedim, they're all usable in their own right. So of course, any Chibur there will be, will be a Chibur de Rabon. Masha'ekin, in the case of Ms. Perishah Parakim, one blade on its own is not going to cut. The Zemel Shurihitni, one without the other, it's not going to work, it won't do its job. So there it's posher to us that it's a Chibur de Oraisa. If it's a Chibur, it'll be de Oraisa. So in which case, the Gemara's got a very good question. That's how Tosfus, Tosfus answers it up. Then Tosfus brings the Rashba, not the Rashba that we know, the Rashba and the Shantz, or a different Rashba the, the Rosh Yisif says. And that is, he says the following. He says, it gives a different answer to this question. He says, there's a big chiddah between the case of Shlal Shalkosin, let's say, and the case of Mispolis. Because in the case of Shlal Shalkosin, he says, fine, there's no chibur fazor. I can accept that. That doesn't bother me why there would be a chibur, Midrabona at least, why there would be a chibur for, um, for, for Tumor. Do you know why? Because I'll say, since each beggar on its own is Makabal Tumor, it's a beggar, isn't it? So therefore, the Rabbana can say there'll be a chibur for Tumor. I can understand that. But he says, in the case of Ms. Pereshal Parokin, if you're telling me, Midaraisa, there's no chibur, hence there's no chibur for Azol, then I don't understand. Each blade on its own is not Makabal Tumor, he says. So why would they make it, well, they say, when the two blades join together, suddenly there is Tumor. Why? There's no chibur Midaraisa anyway. Each blade on its own is not, is not Makabal Tumor. It's not considered a clear or whatever. So why would they be Masaki in the Chibur? Answer the Gemara. The answer is because the Chibur is the Raisa. And in Afghanami, with the Raisa, there should be Fazal as well. He then, then goes on, speaks, speaks about self and Mishnah, but I'm just picking out the, the, the Nakuda, one or two Nakudas which, which we need from, from this Tosfus. He then asks, Tosfus asks the Bomba Kasha. Tosfus says, I'm saying he, he's a bit of a dochet what the Rashbal says, but he says the following. He says, think about it. He says, you're telling me there's no Hazor, Bishas Malacha, or two Shalei Bishas Malacha. He says, Shalei Bishas Malacha, Midoraisa, there's no Chibur. That's what we said, Shalei Bishas Malacha, there's no Chibur. And the Rashba, you've told me when there's no Chibur, each blade separately, if there's no Chibur, then they're viewed as two blades separately. Where each blade is not Makabal Tumor. So, he says, What's the problem? You're going to say, You can't do Hazor Bishas Malacha because we're worried you may do Hazor Shalei Bishas Malacha. Shalei Bishas Malacha, there is no tumor. Shalom Bishas Malacha, any tumor which was there, it's Paka. It goes. So what do you want to say? You want to say, ah, but Midrabonon, Midrabonon, there's a Chibur even Shalom Bishas Malacha. That's what you may want to say. Yeah? And therefore, since it's a Chibur Midrabonon Shalom Bishas Malacha, we said for the tumor, because often Bishas Malacha, well then in which case, Allow me to do the Hazor, Shalom Bishas Malacha, because 
Even though Midaraisa there's no Chibur, so the Azal shouldn't work, but Midaraisa there's no Chibur, so the Tumma's not there. So the Tumma's only there Midarabonon, so the Hazal should work Midarabonon. And what's going on here? Answer says to us, there's something called Tumma Yashon. And that means when you start working with it again, then the Chibur comes back, and any Tumma which went because the key was broken, comes back. Are you going to say that's only Midarabonon? But we give that the Chumrah of a Da'iraisa, and therefore we have to work with the Oraisas when it comes to Tumi Yashona. And with the Oraisa, Shaloi Bishas Malochon, you can't do Hazor. That's the way Tosuris explains it. Ask the Maharshah, he says, I don't understand. If that's the case, it's Mashmi, you're telling me, there's no Chibur for Hazor, Shaloi Bishas Malochon. He says, Mashma, but on each blade separately, if I were to do Hazor, on each blade separately, that would work. Why? <laughs> but each blade separately, Midaraisa, there's no Tumor, because there's no Chibur. So the Tumor was Poka. And as for Tumor Yashono, it's going to come back. Because you give it, you give it the status of Daraisa. What's going on? So the Marashal gives, gives an answer. It's a little bit tricky, this bit, by the way. So I'm, I'm not going to dwell on it too long. If you get it, excellent. If not, go back to the share, we explain it a little more. So we set up this. He gives an answer which he says himself is a bit of a doichik. But we set up this. Zil What's the reason why Chazal were going to Yashon? We learned it in the first parak. The reason is because they saw what people were doing is they had a kli which became Tommy. They said, oh, you're there, I'm not going to be able to use it for seven days because Chazal. Great. What I'll do is I'll make it, make a break in the kli and then the summer goes. Great. And then I'll fix it up and I can use it that day. So therefore they said, uh-uh, we're not going to allow you to do that. You fix it up, it becomes Tom Ege. This person, he did hazar on it. So he's not trying to bypass the din of Mechatos. So therefore the whole Gezer of Tumar Yishon doesn't apply for him. So on the blade where he did the hazar, Tumar Yishon won't come back. Masha'enkin on the blade which he didn't do the hazar on, there's no chibur. If there's no chibur, it means that blade has not had hazor done to it. So in which case, tumah yeshana, i.e. a blade which is broken off, there's no hazor being done to it, then you start working with it again, and otherwise you made it into a clear game, the halach is tumah yeshana comes back. So it's geshmak. And a chanami, therefore, if you were to do the hazor on each blade separately, that would work fine. Because we, because by doing that, you're not bypassing the Halacha Mechatos, therefore the whole Gezeira of Tumi Yashona doesn't apply. That's what Tosis means. Tosis is not just saying, Stam, ooh, Tumi Yashona will give it, will give it the status of a Deraisa. Why would we do that? That's what Tosis, that's I think what the, the Omeka Tosis means. Tosis means to say that Tumi Yashona, with regard to Tumi Yashona, we have to look at the Deraisa. I.e. there's no Chibur. In Deraisa there's no Chibur. Because that's the whole vault of Tumi Yishana. It's a Gezeira because of Mechatz, which is a Deiraisa. So therefore, on the one which is, you're doing the Hazar on, the whole Gezeira of Tumi Yishana doesn't apply. But on the other one, since with Deiraisa there's no Chibur, so you haven't done Hazar on it. So in which case Tumi Yishana will come back. That, I believe, is Peshat and Tosfus. There is, just very briefly, Rabbi Kiveg has got a whole, he's got a Mahadich in the Gemara. He says much, he thinks, he believes much easier than, than, than the Mahadich of Tosfus based on a question, and that is, this whole thing about there's no Chibur Fazor, 
Is that only if, let's say, uh, the mace touched both blades? What if the, ma- the mace only touched one blade, and the other blades only became tome through chibur? Would we say, like Kabbalah Kachpel Tosa, just as it became tome, so too Dazor works, since the tumor only transferred to the second blade through chibur, so too Dazor should work or not? And if Kabbalah wants to say, in the case of Shal Shalkosin, it would, and the Gemara's question is basically why we don't say that in the case of the Mispoah Shal Barakim. Without going into it, that was the basic thing. The, uh, actually found a Me'iri who says that as well, maybe, at least in the case I think of Shal Shalkosin, or maybe the Yad Kurdim. He says, Avada, there would be a chibur Fazar for a case where the tumor only came about through chibur, Right? There's there's a there's a sus and it also takes takes on 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 these speaks uh, on these on these lines as well. Now there is a Tosus at the bottom. Tosus asks a question, and that is, what's the difference between what's the difference between these scissors? These scissors they can come apart, yeah. So we said, but when you're working with them, there's a chibur. Why? What's the difference between this and the case of Mokhim, which we had the Mandalot, where the case of the Wagam, you had a removable wheel, we said since the wheel is Nishmetas, it can come out, therefore there's no Chibur for Tumor. What's the difference? These part, the blades can also come apart. So Tosus just says, the Tzorich Lechalik, you have to be Mechalik. So we said the most Poshta Chiluk, and that's exactly what the Ritzvah seems to say on Mandalot, on the base is the following. In the case of the blades, continuing with what the Rashbos just said, each blade is not a Kli. So therefore, even though they can come apart, but that is the making of the kli. It's a bit like what I said earlier, and going back a little bit to the case of the of the balloon. When you blow out the balloon, even though it's made to put the air in and take the air out, it's different to the case of the trousers. I think this is actually a much better way of explaining it now. It's different to the case of the trousers, where you put the belt in, and we say, oh, putting in the belt, that's not the mark of the partish. And we said, I wanted to say there's a slight difference between the two, because there, the belt is a belt, the trousers are trousers. No, it's above a person may want the belt, but it's not an intrinsic part of the trousers. It's made. You can put the belt in. You can take it out. Masha Enkin here, the ball without the air is Nishkan ball at all. Putting in the air, very nice. You can put it in and take it out. That's because that's the way they made it. They made it so you can pack it away. But the air is what makes it into a ball. So of course that's market the partish. And according to what I wanted to say, being very machmer there, based on Rabbeinu Parachio, even if it's the second time you're blowing up, so what? You're making it into a clean now. So to hear the same sort of thing over here. Maybe this is like, this for is a good backup to what I said there. Each blade on its own, very nice it comes apart. That's just for convenience. I don't know why they make it like that. For convenience, or to, you can you can clean it, or swap one blade if, you, if one needs, I don't know why. That's the way they made it. There must be some reason. But Lemaisa, each blade on its own is garnished. So of course there's a chibur, because that's making it into a kli. Masha'ikin, in the case of the mukhni, the mukhni apparently it's clear that it's a kli in its own right. So if it's, if it's nishmetas, there's no chibur. Just very briefly, we're going to speak a bit, bit about the Rambam, then I said to and then wrap it up with that. The Rambam writes, after going through this whole thing, Mispereh broken the Deraisa, the Deraban, and he then finished off and he says, you learn from here that any time where you, where you, See that there's a chibur for tumah, not not for hazar. You know it's a gazera derabonon. Also, Rabbi Kiveiger, I don't understand. What about the case of shlal shel kovsin? Shlal shel kovsin. There's a chibur for tumah. Yeah. There's a chibur for hazar. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, there's not. And is that chibur midrabonon? Uh, midraisa? Is it a gazera midrabreya? 
Now, there's no chibur pazol, that's what I mean to say. No, it's not. The whole chibur is, it, the chibur of the tumah is, is midrabono. So how does that fit with the klal? Leaves at Tzorokhiyah. We pointed out, Ben, if you take a look at the Lashon of the Ram, the one which we quoted earlier, when the Ram says, do you know why there's no Chibu Fazor by the Shnal Shekosin? It's because it's only La Torah, it's going to be taken apart. It's Mashma, it's Mashma, that if not for that, there will be a Chibu for Tumah and for Hazor. Implying that, that actually, the Chibu there is Midah Oiraisa, not Midah Abonon. And the reason why there's no Chibu Fazor is Kaka, because they're Midah Abonon. It's Midah Abonon, because it's only La Torah, it's going to be taken apart. So therefore, Midah Abonon, they said, What's going on? The problem is that that's connected to Gemara. But the Gemara said, who is the town of Shlash al It's the Rabbi Meir, the case of Beis HaPach. The case of Beis HaPach is Tumad Rabbonon. What's going on? So we said, the MSU, we take a look at the Rabbi Nechananel. The Rabbi Nechananel, on that bit of Gemara, when it says it's Rabbi Meir, he says, Benitcha, you should know this statement of the Gemara, it's Rabbi Meir, is Nitcha Upshute, and it's Posh, I don't need to explain it. Very, very uh, ambiguous, it's very... Cryptic, what's he mean by that? So he said the Pshat seems to be the following. The way that, and this may, seems to be the way the Ramam learned the Gemara. Shlal Shel is a Chibur Da'iraisa. And you want to know why there's no Hazor, Chibur Hazor? Midrabon. Because it's Omilator. Something like that. Then the Gemara brings Yad Kurdun. Yad Kurdun may also, may well also be the Rabon. Tosis, by the way, learns Yad Kurdun is. Is Taka is sorry, Yad Kurdim according to the Rambam, the Chibur there, when it's actually joined, maybe a Chibur de Eraisa. That's the Mashmur, as Taka they point out of the Rambam, is it's a Tumah de Eraisa. So why is there a Chibur Azor? Drabono. Because it's only, right, you're going to truck it amongst the eight Tim. Fine. Tosfus, by the way, Tosfus, the top of Mantes, says that over there, the Chibur there for the Yad Kurdim is Drabono. Right? Tosfus more or less is a Shitasan. But anyway. Let's continue on with this. So then the Gemara says, so who is the Tana then? Let's say of Shlal Shalkosin. It's Rabbi Meir. Stop at that point. It's Rabbi Meir. Ask the Gemara, really? This is the way I think the Ramam and the Rabbi Nechanan are learning it. Is it Rabbi Meir? But the Gemara then goes on to prove Rabbi Meir is only talking about Midrar Bama. In which case it can't be Rabbi Meir. And that's what the Rabbi Nechanan means to say. It's Menitchehu. It's Nitcheh. So in which case if it's Nitcheh, it comes out that the case of Shlal Shakosin is the Raisa. Yad Kurdim is the Raisa. Misperish Al-Parakim is the Raisa. The only one which is Midrabonon, the whole Kibble to start with is Midrabonon, is Misperish Al-Parakim. And we said that, that, that uh, sorry, not Misperish, it's the case of the Beis HaPach. We said there could be a very good spar for that, and that is, that is because the case of the, the, the Beis HaPach, they do not need each other. So they're Mamish completely separate Kaden. Mashenkin Shlal Shakosin, they need each other, because we said at all points you don't want the socks to get lost. So you're stringing them together so that they'll help each other out, so to speak. The case of the Yad Kurdum, you want the Kurdum to work, you need the handle. The case of Mispirish, they all need each other, so therefore that's a proper Chibur. Mashenkin in the case of the, the Beis HaPach. That seems to be the Peshat Lepi, the Rambam. The problem is, this was raised by, by, um, by Ramosh Mord Chaikar, he points out, if that's the case, then what's the Rambam going to do with the case of Mokhni? We're back to square one. But if the scissors come apart... Why, if they come apart, are they different to Mokhni? Why would there be a Chibur? Now we're saying with Raisa. Don't tell me because they need each other. Yeah? Don't tell me, sorry, don't tell me like the Ritvar said, because in the case of the Mokhni, each one, the Mokhni is a Kli in itself, and that's why it doesn't get Mokhubar automatically, if it's Nishmetes. Because what about the case of Shalashal Kopsin now? 
You're saying according to the Ramam, that's their Isa. Mamash like, well, there, each beggar in its own right is, 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 uh, is Mechubah. Is, sorry, is, is a beggar in its own right. It's Mechubah Tumah. It's a, it's a clear in its own right. So he answers, and we, I think we backed it up, in fact, but he answers that, um, um, that, that in the case of the, the Mukhni, it's, it's just a, a very sort of light connection. Mishnatas, it comes out very easily. Masha'enki, in the case, all the other cases, they're stitched together. And we backed it up, because the Loshim of the Ramam is with the Mispores, he says, the Mechubor and Zelozeb They're joined together with, with, with proper like, screws. So therefore, that, that's, that's the difference. We also brought in another Chirib from the Sfas Emes. He, he just said that the, 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 the uh, Kasha is not, of Tosfus there, is not a Kasha of the Rambam, because according to the Rambam, the Rambam says in Pirish Amishnai, the whole water Nishmetis is not that it can come out. It's one that you do take out the whole time. The whole time you're taking it in and out. Ain't the Nishmetis means you're not. It can come out, but you don't take it out the whole time. So in which case, he says with the scissors, they, they can come apart, but you don't take them apart the whole time. That's, that's what he, that, that's, that's what he wants to say. The truth is, but then you're back to square one with the Shal Shal in. Because those you are going to take them apart, but we said that it could be they're still different. Because Kolzaman, Bishasman, you want them for, for, for washing, you don't take them apart. They can be, but you won't take them apart. So that, that's, that's a, a, another possibility. Um, just to end off with, um, the piece of, um, of, um, on this. Without without going through the whole piece, because part of it is to do with, with Masechah Sukkot, just what's Negea to us. Rebchaim asks the Kasha. The Rishalmi in Pesachim counts out there many, many things, list, uh, list of things which are Zechib of Ptuma, not Fazal. And the Rishalmi says the reason is it's Gezeres HaKosov. Mamash is Gezeres HaKosov, different Pesachim, one for, for, for Tuma, there, the Lashon of the Posik is, sorry, by Hazor, it says, V'his al-kala, al Only things which are not much part of the Kalim is their Chiv of Hazor. But uh, when, it's set, when it comes to the Tumah part, it just says Lochem. Anything which has got any Chiv to this Chiv of Right? Direct Reb Chaim, he says, so what do we do with the case of Ms. Perish al The Gemara takes on as a Dova portion, right? If it's Chiv of Tumah, there must be Chiv of Hazor. I thought we said there's a Chiv it's based on Psukim. So Reb Chaim says like this. He says there's two types of chibur. There's a type of chibur where the two things become mamash one kli. Mamash one kli. And then there's another type. And that's what the Gemara here is talking about. The Mispirish of They become mamash one kli. Then there's another thing, which is yad. Like the yad kurdam. It becomes a yad. That's a gzeir sakosu. Like with yad, we, we find with ma'acholis, ma- right, 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 with food. You can't say the yad becomes the eicha. It's not eicha. So he says, the Yerushalmi is talking about Yodas. And it's clear that it's talking about Yodas because the Pesukim it quotes are the Pesukim from which we learn Yad in, in Chunin. So when it comes to Yad, Emachanami, the Yad's not part of the Kli. So we make a Chile between Tum and Azor. But when you're talking about something which is mamish, mamish, they become, they are one Kli. It's two halves of a Kli. There's no, neither part is a Yad, then a Vada. If it's a Chile for one, it's a Chile for the other. And that's what Al Gomorrah is talking about. And the MS, with that, we can answer up the Kash of the Ram we suggested, at least uh, as a start of an answer, um, to the, to the, yeah, to um, a, a question, um, the, the, the question of the Ram. And what's that? 
The Rav asked beforehand on the Rama. In the case of Shlal Shal Kovsin, the Rama says, Do you know why it's not a Chibur Fazor? Because it's Omil Torah. Ask the Mechosm Laran. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't Omil Torah, if they're not going to be taken apart, then it would be a Chibur Fazor. Why is it, do you mash by any case where they won't be taken apart? It's a Chibur Fazor. What about Beis HaPach? He said, the Tirit says like this. In the case of Beis HaPach, I could say, depending on, now, now I'm going to suggest that the Rama is learning like Rashi, because not, I can't find the clear eye from the Rama which way he learns. The Beis HaPach is parts are added on afterwards, in which case they're a yard. They're Tophel. Like the Mishnah Karina said, they're Tophel. It's a yard. It's not two halves of a Kli. Each part works on their own. It's a yard. So in the case of Yad and Ochanami, that's a different thing. Masha Enkin in the case of Shalal Shal Kovsin, there's no Yad there. Not Yad. But why is one a Yad to, more than the other? They're each a beg in their own right. Especially if they're all the same size. Although we did say actually the one may be smaller than the other, depending on how you learn that. But you could argue it's not, that's, that's not a, they're each helping each other, that's not Yad. You could debate that possibly. But if that's the case, they become mamash a chibur. So therefore, Havadah should be a chibur, both for Tumah and for Hazorah. Says the Ramah, why not? The answer is because it's Emei Torah. And Achanam, if it wasn't Emei Torah, then anything where they become one Kli, of course it would be a chibur for both. This is what we said based on the Yisrael of Reb Chaim. As it happens, he also answers, answers with this, uh, a kash of Rebbe Kivega, and the Gideon later on in Nundes, but uh, I think we went through that in the Shea. If not, Bezat Hashem, we'll speak about it when we get to Nundes. Uh, said, it's been quite a marathon that Shea, but Bezat uh, Baruch Hashem, I think we've uh, succeeded in covering more or less all the main things on the, on the Halacha, on the Yisraelis, on this, uh, on this, uh, on this long, long sugya. The last little bit, I'll leave that as an introduction to the next, to the next Mishnah. We'll connect the two, two, two together, but as in the next Chazor Hashem.